Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Pizza, joined as always by... Welcome to the party. I I said bye. You were supposed to say bacon and eggs. eggs. There we go. And bread and butter. And the food that gets everyone through prison. (laughs) Bread and butter. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar is going to read off the new Patreons. Uh, thank you, Brother Matt. Uh, hello, new listeners. Thank you for returning listeners. All the like. Uh, this week, we had a couple new Patreons, and we welcome the team just like every other week. Uh, first off, I want to give a big shout out to TJ Harrington. I don't know if it's related to TJ Hooker. I don't know why, but when that came up, I just pictured a pro poker player. I believe TJ was a Patreon before, though. It feels like a familiar name, and I just want to say, welcome back, TJ. And then a big shout out to Jordan L. Jordan L, what up? But it's Jordan L. Yeah, I got you. Jordan L. Yeah, Jordan L. Right on. Uh, thank you to all the Patreons. 53 episodes of this did not throw back. Age well. <laughs> this throwback throw episode back. and the post show every week. You guys are the best. You know what? I never, ever bring this up. And it, I, see, I see it happen all the time, and it never bothers me. But we lost a patron this week um, that hurt. I don't want to call them out because that's just a terrible thing to do. But it, you know, they were a longtime supporter of the show, and I feel like we lost them. So it you- hurts. But they, they just left in the night? Well, I mean, I get to see all the deleted pledges. Yes. So, um, you know. But they didn't say, fuck you, I'm out of here? <laughs> no. <clears throat> no, but I haven't seen them comment on anything in a while either. And it uh, just feels like maybe we let them down. In all fairness, I get sick of you guys. I get sick of myself. Like, oh, thanks, Simon. No, but I can only imagine how people must feel about yeah, us. Nothing but props to Patreons. And to that one Patreon especially... Whatever we did wrong, we to miss lose you. you. We miss you. Sorry. I'm sure it had to do with female boxers, if anything. No, no, she's still around. She's great, actually. No, I'm saying, not her. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you. Well, we can't dwell too many time, too much time on uh, the lost. No, of course. Forgotten Patreons. No, we're just happy the to have Patreons, new ones. You guys exactly. are the best. And anyone that's still here, we love listeners you. that don't pay. Your second best, and Whoa. so forth, and so I on. I don't agree with that. Um, real quick, before we start, I want to give all the shoutouts where they're due. Uh, Jordan Knight for helping out with all the audio shit lately. And the dartboard. And the dartboard, yeah. Tyler, uh, Tyler Duvall for the uh, movie game Jingle. Go check him out on Instagram. It's at Tyler Duvall. Uh, and of course, Ghetto Socks for making the original. So anyone that's ever helped us out with this thing, thank you so much. Takes a real village. That's it. Um, do you want to uh, tell me how your week was, Kamar? I have been like obsessed with the Icelandic volcano. In what sense? You've just been watching like a live stream of it? There's there's live stream and there's this one guy who goes up there. He's with Iceland News. He's so annoying. It's almost comical. Okay. But 
he does his interview with a drone. It's 4K. So the footage is amazing. But didn't someone fly a drone into it accidentally the other day? Yes. Yes. That that one person had lots of drones. (laughs) But what's interesting is you can watch like with great documentation from this thing popping through the earth two months ago, whatever, to all of a sudden there's kilometers of lava. Like it's reshaping the world. It just, it blows my mind that it's like, it seems like volcanoes were a thing of the past. <laughs> Does that make sense? I mean, no, but I, I, I guess I know what you're saying. Like we, we think almost like a volcano is like a novelty, but it's the most amazing thing on the planet, the new planet coming up. The fact that, do you know that the mantle is like um, five kilometers thick or whatever? Okay. And two percent of the planet and everything else is molten lava in the middle again i don't know how that makes (laughs) two cold poles but it's just so real and really happening and there's nothing anyone can do to stop a volcano no much like a tsunami that's true but yeah i've just been balls deep in this volcano and they've had to move further and further back because before they could film right beside it and now the lava's just taken over and it's pretty i don't know it's that's my week's been watching a volcano Interesting. Simon, what about you, buddy? I mean, it's hard to follow that up, right? Volcanoes? All that volcano it's talk. Tough. Yeah, it's tough. Jesus. Um, my week was okay. You know when you're, um, <laughs> like I was driving over here and you're just on autopilot? Yeah. Just, you know, things around you are happening and simulation <laughs> flying by you. And I pull up to the light and there's this guy dressed all in white and he's got a giant white box on his back and on the box are rolls of white toilet paper and he has a smiley face mask on. And I just thought, well, there's the proof that we're not in the simulator. This is like no one could design that, that randomness of just NPC being on the planet, you know, hmm. so fucking weird though. What was that all about? I wanted to pull over and ask him, but I didn't want to, you know. You didn't want to. I mean, then there was actual proof that we were or were not in a simulation, and I you didn't need that. I just didn't want to interact with this guy. If gotcha. he's walking around with a giant box on his back with toilet paper on it, I don't really want to know why, I guess. Fair enough. Um, so that was your week? No, that was just today. Okay. Uh, my week was fine. Whatever, man. I actually listened to us for the first time in a, little, a podcast? in a little while. How was the show? I did not care for myself. That's how I feel every show. Yeah. No. Uh, I wish you said I did not care for Kamara. I was <laughs> I, I mean, I whatever. Anyways. Yeah, so um What is it? Your voice, your opinions? No, uh I feel like <clears throat> you push the CIA thing a bit too uh, hard. <laughs> now I feel like you're just taking this opportunity to insult me. Oh, the guy last week who was like, Matt couldn't fight because Matt's not good enough. Well, He's not he tall enough. He insult you if you're in the middle of insulting yourself. So maybe it's a big up. Well, let me get there. Ooh. Anyway, no, I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe too. You're great, Simon. The listeners love you. Too quick to jump on Kamar. So I'm going to try and slow that roll down. Don't. You're going to make me cry. No. <laughs> don't. I, that doesn't mean I'm not going to disagree with you. I just no need words. to take like that 10 seconds to formulate the right hate in my mind you know okay then i'll get it out there but uh yeah no i just uh i found there was a lot of i found myself arguing for no reason Hmm. 
Too much arguing for no reason. Yeah, there's not enough stuff going on. All we can do is come in here and vent everything. This is our dojo. So, yeah. Anyways. Gotcha. Also, they say the sun, the, the core of the earth is hotter than the sun. See, I want to argue that right away. I don't know why. <laughs> he didn't say it, though. He said they say. I, they, him. It's all coming out of his mouth. I, I'm not responsible for that. But if the, if, the, if the earth were to cool down, we're done. Yeah. I would assume that's how it works. And, it, and the only reason it's staying so hot going is it's of the uh, spinning of the earth. Keeps the gravity, puts the pressure on this molten to say just goopy liquid. And it also uh, creates a magnetic barrier around the earth to keep uh, asteroids out. The more you know. But I don't know how they actually know this. Allegedly. Allegedly. And that's what they mean by Goldilocks, right? Like so many things had to go right just so we had gravity, just so we had oxygen that we were able to breathe. Get to a huge molten core. That's crazy. And if it's true that the world is actually spinning at however many miles an hour all the time and you don't feel it, that's pretty fucking amazing. Like, no, it's, it's more amazing than the earth being flat. But it's not that you don't feel and it. And this is happening. Like you're going around and it's going around and things are all happening out in the universe. Like, Did I mention the molten core that's also spinning a bit faster than the earth? Inside us? Inside us. Come on! I mean, how many things can spin at one time? And how do they Enough know to, make to it all spin? Work, Simon. Enough to make it all work. That's the answer. It's just a miracle. Like, what was I complaining about the other day? Is it an accent uh, attempt? Uh, I like that. It's a miracle. About the, <laughs> It'll sci- change. the scientists. What's that saying they say? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Die laughing? <laughs> Whatever. How was your week, Matt? Uh, my week was okay. Um, my week was okay. I gotta say, I'm looking forward. I'll talk about the post show, but the Euros start on Friday. Oh, I'm so amped. It's it's. Uh, I mean, the sports has been happening. Have you been watching any playoffs? Yeah, basketball. Isn't it it hilarious? Uh, Steve Nash. Is Steve mean, Nash or Rick coach? Nash? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> Every time the camera goes on, he's like texting girls or whatever. Because like, their team is so good. Do you watch it at all? You want to know what's crazy about their team? Those The big three only played 202 regular season minutes together. Oh, no. Whether it's put together and that's not a purest thing to do, it doesn't. I don't care. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, like, it's insane their chemistry in the playoffs, given that in the entirety of the regular season, oh, yes, the yes. three of them were only on the court for 202 it's minutes. It's not like they've played all season to grind No, here. that's what I'm saying. I, uh, forget that. I'm just... The, they punch in like the sheepdog. It's insane. It's fucking Looney nuts. Tunes. Yeah. But then I watched the, uh, the Phoenix Suns destroy the Lakers. And it was so crazy to, like identify someone you never heard of like that guy's so good i've never oh, heard Devin of booker's incredible oh, inc- inc- incredible yeah so they had a photo of him when he was like super young at lebron's camp in like 2017 or whatever and they're all lebron spawn what a good feeling of him to dethrone the king there you go but it's been a good distraction but this euro is going to be just make summer feel like it's going on i hope they don't have too many people in the stands so i mean you realize the plastic's not there and we can see your disdain right now <laughs> He's not a jock like us. I'll just let everyone know it's uh, it's like 35 degrees Celsius for our American listeners. It's about 95 degrees in here. There is a fan lightly running. 
Simon's obviously very warm. Um, yeah, the Euros, I'm super amped. Simon, do you have a pick for the Euros since it's going to start next week? No, I couldn't even tell you who's. Say European country. I'll say Portugal. How about that? It's a safe That's pick. A, you picked a top five. Kamar, you went last week with Croatia. I'm going to stick You're sticking with, with Croatia. Okay. It was the last year that groups together. That so Japan's together. going forward with the Olympics. Have you heard this? I think they have to. They spend so much. I, I think they're bread. freaking out. They, they think a, they are. It's in a month. That's crazy. Yeah. But I think it's also a good. And ch- Japan is still on lockdown. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for them they're like this could be a good chance for us to sweep the Olympics. I mean, right, with a giant asterisk. But they were saying that uh, the Olympics, uh, ten thousand volunteers quit, mm-hmm. and Olympics has to run with eighty thousand volunteers. Yet the IOC makes so much money. There's a disconnect. The Olympics is the biggest scam ever. Oh, it's insane. With the slavery, the exploitation of the yeah. um, athletes, and then the, um, the, the backroom deals with all the guys. Like, it's, it's really not good. No. Anyway, we should probably do what we actually do here. You want to run down the guest oh, list for us? Oh, one tomorrow? last thing I want to say. Oh. I said it in the post, Joe, but this uh, residential school thing is very bad. Oh, yeah. It's a big and problem. And our never, country is just I've never this felt up. this way before in my life, but it's just a horrible feeling. And to anyone out there, um, you have my full support. And it's the first time I've ever been like, this is egregious. And I, actually, like, John M. McDonald, you know what I mean? Like, I think we might have to cancel him. I thought you were against canceling people. This is, this is crazy. It's if you look into what they're sure. talking oh, about, and like, we know someone personally who went to a residential school. Joe Buffalo. So thank God, like, they're all right, but they were talking this morning about all these kids telling stories and no one believing them. Yeah. And now we're here. So it, 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 I don't believe in cancel culture, but there's got to be a reckoning somehow. And it's so far removed, it's hard to point the finger, but this is bad. I think the bare minimum, and I mean the absolute bare minimum our country could do at this point, would be to start taxing the church, because they're a big part of this. And then hang the flag at half mass one day for each victim. It's going to be a few years, but whatever. This is one school. Anyway, this yeah. is the worst news ever. And I, I just touched on the post, Joe, but it's just, it's bad. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Okay, now can we start the show? Sure we can. What a week, what a week, what a week. We have our worst thing ever when he drops a Saturday. Do we love when he drops Saturday? And it's Tom Papa. Felt like the simulation with the whole bread and butter thing. It was a cruel joke, but we started off the week. Someone on the Reddit was like, well, now it's official. We're definitely living in Simon simulation. Yeah, right. And I was like, yep, I need no further. I need no further proof. players in this weird yeah. life. So can you start like actually hoping good things for this podcast then? Because that would be super oh, that's cool. That's interesting. Because it involves me. Imagine if that really was the case. Like, I never even thought about if that. If you are in control. Yeah, I got to think about like the people I wish... I've like, wished think about, ill upon and like what's happened to them long term. Simon, think about Vanilla Sky. Remember, like maybe you just need to call. What was what? What was it that he had to yell out? Maintenance? No. Uh, Maintenance. Rosebud. Remember, there was like some thing that he yelled out, and then everything stopped, and the guy came in and was like, "You control all this. You it, can do it, whatever you want." I don't even remember watching okay. that movie, Maddie. To hope, tell you, hope the good truth. things for us. Okay, go through them. Sorry, come on. We start off with uh, Make My Day Junior, 1659, Scott Eastwood. Easy on the eyes. You were uh, one week off on your B-list celebrity. Followed by 1660, Quit Will Your Head, David Lee Roth, Diamond Dave, the Gigolo. Followed by the podcast of the week, I think we'll all agree at the end of this, 1661, Rick Doblin, the actual head of MAPS. 
And we finish off 60-62. No bearing the lead here. Tom Papa and his bread. It's going to be a tough rating. I think we'll start with Simon. He looks poised to rate it right away. I, who was first? Scott Eastwood. Terrible. <laughs> who, who was second? A David Lee Roth. Terrible. Who was third? Maps. Rick Doblin. Amazing. Dick Doblin. He should change and his name. And then bread and butter. Let's go with a uh, 275. Very generous. Uh, is that generous? I can go lower. I don't know. We'll see when it comes out in the wash, but I, I give it two and a half. I give the week a two, and it was heavily weighted down. So, oh, yeah. I'm I mean, off. heavily weighted down. I, I, I have to go. I, I want to change right now. Okay, go ahead. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. So Simon I and I have an agreement. I, just, I feel like I've been giving such terrible scores lately that I tried to not be that guy because I'm trying to change. You got to stop listening. You're, you're becoming too self-aware. There's just nothing I can do. Like if Joe's going to fucking throw weeks like this at us. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? All right. Well, let's, uh, let's start the show. I'm so dyslexic. In my notes, I wrote uh, 1659. Scott Eastwood. I was going to say he's not going to get it. S-C-O-T-T-E-A-S-T-W-O-U-L-D. East, he would. <laughs> he would. Scott East would do it if he could. Um, 35 years old. Guess his net worth. Guess his net worth. Seven million. Oh, I was going to say six. Ten. Who's the guy then who's on Hawaii Five O? Scott uh, Con. Scott, Scott Con. I knew Kahn's he was someone's son. son. I yeah. knew his name was Scott. He's been on Rogan? No. No. Are you sure? He's got the biggest bump chin in the league. Hey, so are he, you sure Scott Kahn has never been on Rogan? I'm positive. Well, I mean, the way you're fucking saying it, you're making me no, double, no, like, no. you're making me second guess myself. If I'm lying, check. I'm dying. That's Cap. He's I'll, never been on the show. That's Cap. <laughs> you got to tell me, because if he hasn't, then the last time Scott Eastwood was on, I was picturing Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn, J-R-E. I don't think, you think the Eastwood son has been on before? This Eastwood son has been on. Has before. been on before. Yeah, has sure. Khan yeah. has not been on before. No, it doesn't. Uh, look this like guy's it easy either. on the eyes. He's uh, not a bad person. He's starring in the new uh, Guy Ritchie movie. Just Did because he's it? easy on the eyes doesn't mean he's not a bad person. I'm sorry, I don't mean to argue right off the bat, but I think that's important to state. Uh, I was going to rent it the other night, but Mary didn't seem interested. Thirty bucks. The heist movie. Yeah, but I have a bunch of money on my fucking iTunes account anyway. So. No, it's like War of Man or something. Oh no, because there's a. Never mind. That's a different movie. Because of the Englishman or something. No, no. Guy Ritchie has a movie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. He's got a fucking movie right now, mate. It's on the fucking iTunes. You guys are talking about the same movie. I think you just have the name wrong, Matt. I didn't say a name. I said it's a heist movie. That's all I said. They rob an armored truck. Well, and he didn't say it wasn't a heist movie. He just said its name was God of Man or something. Either no, way. I know that's it's wrong. It's got Jason Statham. He plays like some Yeah, you guys are just totally talking about the yeah, same, same movie. movie yeah. It's a heist movie. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah. I didn't want to pay for it. No, it's fine. Oh, I was fine I was paying at. for it. Oh, Anyways. Did you see Chris Rock bought the sequel to, sorry, he bought the Saw. Um, franchise? Franchise. I noticed that he's in the new one. He did a new Saw movie where it's kind of like, um, what's that uh, McConaughey one there? You know, it's got that real dark feel to it. The McConaughey one that you loved? Yeah. 
True but Detective. True Detective. Thank oh, you. no, I was thinking about that terrible movie that we disagreed on. Oh, no, on. no, no. That's an amazing movie. Beach Frailty. Bump? Frailty, yes. Frailty. Frailty. Oh, that's Bill Paxman. No, no. And Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey's in it, too. Plays yeah. the son. It's a terrible anyway, film. Did, stop. Would you stop saying that? It's not terrible. Have you rewatched it recently? It's one of the worst films ever made. Okay, well, that is crazy. No, that's no. Crazy. No, no, that's a very it's, it's a little corny. Corny? There's no way you guys knew the twist on that before oh, yes. the first yeah, I, time. We've had this discussion, and I said right away. Yeah, I'm not going to get into this. No, when you're younger, it doesn't seem as obvious. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what? New Simon, maybe I'm new wrong. New Simon, new day. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, back to Scott Eastwood. This episode is one of those weird ones where the guest sort of uh, interviews He's o- He's only on because they're hunting friends. This guy has no business on Rogan. He's got nothing. No business? I don't know. Zero business. Well, Kamar called B-list celebrity. Just for a- being Eastwood's son. That's his... Uh, if he had been the week the that I called himself. that, I would have been like... What's a movie winner. you've seen that he's in? Please. Right now. Off the top of your head. Go. Uh, he was in uh, with the yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I saw I saw that one. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's actually use that as the movie game. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't think of I, no, but you know what I mean, Maddie. This guy has no business on here. Would you believe me if I told you he was in Pacific Rim Uprising? I would definitely believe, believe that. that he yeah. was. Yeah, I would totally believe that. Would you believe me if I told you he was in The Fate of the Furious? And I'm not saying that Scott Eastwood is a bad guy. He's probably a great dude. And he's probably an awesome guy to go hunting with. But this is just another one of like Joe's indulging Joe. He was in Snowden. Okay. No, I, I think the point <laughs> being is all his friends are Hollywood actors. I'm, I bet he's friends with Scott Conn. You know what I mean? What? what? Scott Eastwood. Friends oh, with Scott I see. Two Scots, but my point being both is, sons of famous. That probably makes sense. Actually, you'd s- seek out the people who are he most could similar talk to about some, Hollywood. He could talk about some interesting stuff on uh, movie sets or whatever, or this person. You know what I mean? But he's not going to do that. I think that's a big faux pas in the industry. I I, I think we've all found that yeah. that's not going to happen. His coolest stories, I think, were his dad. Where's his dad? But I mean, again, he didn't even get into any of those. He just got into the lore of like. You know, like, oh, we'd be at dinner and my dad would talk and everyone would. And you know who I want to hear those stories from? Clint Eastwood. You got it, buddy. I don't think we want to listen from Clint Eastwood now, though. He's like 100, isn't he? 90. He's 90. I think. He's still directing movies. I'm pretty sure he can probably still have a conversation. Yeah. I think that would be a very slow three hours, though. Like, even on three times, you'd be like, can I, did I turn this up? Well, you know what would be good then? How about Scott Eastwood and Clint Eastwood? I'm with that. Okay. There's a reason why he... So he could hold his hand through the interview, yeah? Yeah, no, I mean, Kamar's right. There was a lot of him asking Joe questions because there wasn't a lot for, for us to talk about with this dude. And some interesting questions that poised from Scotty's would he... Joe sort of candid, you know? Just talking about all the people um, commenting on him now and how Joe said, I'd like, if it dialed back like 30%, he was saying... Well, then don't sign a $100 million, like... I, I know, but I, I, I'm sure Joe's thought this will be put me on a bigger platform, but I can't believe how big it is because he asked him, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? And Joe wouldn't answer. Yeah. Do, do you believe that, though? Do you think, like... I don't know. I kind of think that Joe likes that his opinion matters now, you know? Well, I don't know. because of some silences he, we've seen him have, he must care. 
a bit about how he's perceived. Who he, uh, I don't know if it's how he's perceived. I think sometimes he's very careful about the message that he maybe puts out there on a whim. But sometimes we feel like he isn't. Yeah, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like he's, he's mentioned this a bunch of times. He talks a lot. We do this once a week. And often I go back and start editing it. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't remember saying that. That's a, t-. you know what I mean? Like, it, you, or I can't believe I said that. What a terrible take. Like, exactly. Yeah. That happens. Oh, no, I'm with you. So, what I'm saying is, most people don't have a podcast, despite Joe being like, there's a million podcasts out there. Most people don't have that. And now that we're 135 episodes in, I, one, I can 100% tell you that I agree with Joe and that, you know, you're here for three hours just shooting the shit. It's not all, everything I say isn't set in stone. It's not yeah, necessarily. No, 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 I agree with that. That That's not what I was saying, though. I was saying, like, I think Joe likes that now. I, yeah. When he decides that something's important, his voice carries weight. More weight than it did five years ago. But, I mean, again, he's human. Like, you, you know, you always think that your path is the righteous one. And, therefore, you mm-hmm. always think that, you know, whatever fight you're fighting is the good fight. And if you have the biggest microphone than I know I just loudspeaker I I get what you're saying I think the beauty and this is maybe what got lost in the Spotify shift a little bit was that before he could pass off this is just a stupid show I'm just a stupid comedian who has guys I find interesting on but like he's that was here and he's here now you know he does work for a company no matter what he wants to say about I don't have bosses or whatever yeah, but you know what? I, I agree. That, I, I, don't know. I mean, I yeah, want I to know. agree with that, but I just know that, like, I don't think Joe's stupid at all, despite him saying he's stupid. I get what he's saying, but I, he has good fucking lawyers. There's no way that he put pen to paper without his lawyers going through that with a fine tooth comb and making sure that he had full. And it's one, like Joe's not stopping that we know of. Joe's not stopping anybody from speaking their opinion on his show. Case right? in point. There you go. And he had he had Alex Jones what on. What do you mean? Well, no, he, we're still talking about him. I, yeah, I, he hasn't I, shut I us let, down. I didn't let you finish your sentence. No, 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 on his show. Well, there is a podcast that wasn't aired. We know that. What which would be like an is, NFT. What podcast is that? I don't know. You, you don't remember what we saying? There was a podcast we didn't put out. Someone no, said something or whatever. I, no, I don't remember that. I feel vaguely like I remember it, but I There don't is. Know. There is. Huh. I'm lying, I'm dying. You follow? Well, I don't think you're lying. I just think you may be mistaken. There is a podcast out there, or more than one that never made the air. Hmm. hmm. Which would just be gold as a like a you know the Wu Tang Clan's album or whatever. Well, I would Let's love keep- to know what the threshold is. I don't even like need to hear the episode. I just want to know why. But the real question is, did Joe pull it or did Spotify? Like, did Joe no, himself this, this say is before the Spotify deal? Okay, well there you go. So that's Joe himself Joe saying, himself. listen. And again, that's fine. I have no problem with that either. If you do an interview with someone, like imagine you're, it's 1938 and you're doing an interview. With Hitler? You know what I mean? And you leave the interview and you're like, I don't really like what this guy was, was getting out there. I think I might just scrap this one. Like you wouldn't have so much, you know what I mean? That, yeah, no, I don't know editorial. if I have a problem with him not putting an episode on. And especially if, you know, maybe they did the interview and the next day the guy like fucking... Murdered a bunch of I, I have no problem with them not putting it out there. They I found just, bodies in his basement. No, I know what you're saying, but I think that, you know, you mentioning that it was pre-Spotify is a big deal too because it shows that it was him. You never know. Maybe Jamie's sitting over there like... Oh. I think we've, we've outgrown the uh, growing pains of this changeover. So I'm over we it. We sort of talked about yeah. it. What has happened has happened. Like, think about it. It's crazy. He went to Spotify less than a year ago. He's on his second studio. 
what I was thinking is what if he just he's had in a, a new studio already? Yeah, he's not he's not on the red spaceship anymore. He isn't? You know this. No, he has the you sign don't behind know him. This. You know oh, this. I thought that was just up in the new on the no. Oh, I didn't even Get put two and two together. Yeah, so no. what's his new studio it like? It looks then? like the old one a little bit without the red velour. Like this one's just pure mm. Texas, like wood just wood grain. Interesting. It's wood grain. I wonder what became. And I still of think it's only the, table for three. You know, maybe, maybe it's four. You know what the um, spaceship would be good for? Go on. A pool table for Joe. That would be a great little pool room. Maybe. As long as I there don't was know the enough clearance yeah. on the. Uh, I think you might give it to friends of podcasts when they're dumb. That's what I was thinking. What I was just thinking is, what if the popularity for a show just waned? And he had like 16 listeners a week or whatever. Like, would he still do it? No, I think if it... I think it's, it's possible for it to happen, but just what if? Just. I think he has a threshold where he would be like, my time is no longer worth this. But I don't know. I just don't... Like you said, I don't think that's a possibility. Well, he'd have to do it for three years anyways. He has a deal with Spotify, so... I guess it would only matter if it was like pre-deal or post-deal. When... It, the numbers matter more because it doesn't matter how many people listen to. He was spouting some pretty big numbers about Spotify in that last episode, though. About how big they are. Yeah. And then then Jamie corrected him. So, I mean, he actually is very interesting. He he says some real. uh, I mean, listen, all you correct information. And the only part he's leaving out of that is that, yes, they may be wherever they're got with, you know, the equal sign and it costs them however much money. And Apple hates it <laughs> and doesn't yeah, do hasn't anything. Spent a dollar. Hasn't spent a dime. Yeah. They made an icon. Yeah. Uh, back to Scott Eastwood. Uh, he was talking about. It's funny how Joe talked about seeing whales, and Scott sat on his story about actually coming right up to the killer whales on the um, paddleboards. Yeah. It was sort of like a professional courtesy of listening. Yeah. Like not the one-upsmanship. Exactly. Yeah. But then they compared animals, and, and it's an interesting discussion. You can't. Like, if you see the wolf eat the rabbit, you think the rabbit's cool, but the wolf's got to eat. I take whale over orca. What does that mean? You take, like, to eat? No, I, I, I like whales. Orcas can die before a whale. In the hierarchy of things that. Joe, Joe couldn't make up his mind because orcas can eat walruses and seals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think you say that just because you've seen some vicious orca footage of them like fucking up other animals. No, no? It, okay. something about the whale is like really amazing. Hmm. Well, the orca is also a mammal. A mammal. So fuck it. No, no I'm both, saying they're both so whales. whales. They're both whales. It's a killer whale. And Joe in this podcast was able to commit. I'm committing right here on the air live. Yeah. That I like whales more what? than killer whales. All whales or just certain whales? The blue whale in particular. The I blue was going to say, so like a sperm you whale. You have a thing for thing? the biggest animal on earth. Yeah. Because you think it's got problems out there. I don't know if it has problems, with, but it's so, it just, it's, it's, it's a wonder of the world. More yeah. so than anything. Yeah. That, that's funny that you say that. I'm taking a couple of seconds here. I'm really formulating my ideas out. Simon 2.0. I think the blue whale is one of my least favorite animals, and I'll tell you why. Because it's too big. It's got no business, like... Can't show it to friends. Can't do nothing, you know what I mean? And it's just too big. It's one of those things that you look at and you're like, oh, well, this throws my whole idea of, like, things that are alive out of whack. 
kind of crazy that it's us though, isn't it? That like somewhere along the line, it just like we kind of swam out onto the land and it just kind of stayed in the water and got fucking massive. Interesting, huh? I just, it's so big. It's so like spectacular that exists. I can't think of anything else on the planet, say for dinosaurs, if they existed or they're not around anymore. But you know what I mean? Listen, I don't care who the fuck you are. If I'm on a fucking paddleboard and the nicest orca in the world comes up, I am in shit my fucking pants mode. Like, fuck all that. No, but I don't care if a whale comes or an orca comes or no matter anything that comes up, I'm shitting myself. That's what I'm saying. It's immediate pants I'm not less scared. I'd be more scared of a blue whale, frankly, than a killer whale. I mean, just the because, size of uh, it. Yeah, but. they have no control. Like, they don't even want to hurt you, and they blink, and they fucking send you flying. I saw one the other uh, day where this whale breaches, like, not like a full, like, out-of-the-water breach, but just comes up, and the kayaker's, like, on the whale's yeah, back. And I was like, that fuck noise, all man. that. Um, you know, Kamar, that in the wild, there's never been an occurrence of a killer whale attacking a human being. Yeah. Not that they know of. Not that they know of. So, sorry, a recorded... Attack. Maybe they're just the best kill. They're more just, they're so stealth about That's it. Very, that could be totally possible, but we also see people swimming with killer whales in the wild. Like it's not, uh, it's not like swimming with a great white. You're shark. not going to change my mind. It's whale over killer whale. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you're, I'm fine. I'm just, no, it's blue whale over killer whale. Blue whale. Sorry. There are, uh, do you like sperm whales, humpback whales? All whales. All, I like that the sperm whales. whale sleeps vertically. I find that very interesting. Weird, yeah. It just like rotates That's, slowly. It's like just the fact that the killer whale kills whales. If it didn't kill whales, it wouldn't be a killer whale, but it would be on team whale. I think they mostly live off seals and stuff. I hope so. No, they do. I they do kill like uh, baby whale calves and stuff. Yeah, know? yeah, but they're big on eating seals. I know that. Well, for there's fact. just way more seals than there are baby whale calves. I think they are uh, opportunist hunters. So. I saw a video of an orca smoking a seal like 70 feet in the air the other day with its tail. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. Just whacking they're the amazing. shit out of it. The uh, great whites jumping out of the water is pretty crazy, too. Those That's nature's scariest occurrence. It almost seems like you can ration, rationalize with a killer whale, but there's none of that with a shark, you know? It's just those dead eyes. Oh, they are. Well, they're just like built to kill. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Sharks are fucked. I guess killer whales are too. Whatever. Stupid. Didn't think that one out properly. That was Simon 1.0. Did you think we'd go a week without bears being mentioned? No. It's impossible. It's, it's actually impossible. But I mean, again, when a girl pushes a bear off a fucking fence, it's tough for the bear not to get its... Every time a bear gets mentioned from now on, I'm going to talk about Bigfoot. That's the new fucking... Fight fire the fire. Yeah. You got it, man. You I got mean, that, it. that uh, footage was timely... But just being them being hunter buddies, whether that happened or not, bears were going to come up yeah. in the conversation. Did you see Ronella's story about the bears? Has he told you his story? Yeah, I know. It's- this was a hunting podcast, and I think that's the, the low point of it. Who do you think would win in a fight, a bear or a Sasquatch? A bear? Maddie, come on. Sasquatch. Yeah, thank you. Come on. For sure. That's the right answer, right? Well, I think so. I mean, if it has a cloak of invisibility, it could just fucking... No, I mean, just in general. Like, well, who do you think would win in a fight? A black bear or a silverback gorilla? Hmm. Silverback. Yeah, for sure. Who do you think would win? A silverback or a grizzly Am I bear? not part of this fucking thing? Fine. 
Well, you're obviously going to say Silverback again. No, there it becomes a real. I'm going to say Grizzly because the claws is another level. The gorilla has to just like get a grip on you. Well, the gorilla has really sharp teeth, but so does the the bear. The bear's going to stand up, claws out, and then that gorilla's in a lot of fun. They did that show, eh? Remember that back in the day? It was like they would put two animals against each other. The world's deadliest animals. Yeah, they wouldn't actually fight. They would like. I know, I get it. It's not a fucking. With throwing a gorilla inside the shark tank, and we'll see who fucking wins. Although that would be very interesting. Yeah, they could do that in the international shark, water. The shark would win, but a killer whale would take out a shark for sure. A great white. Have you ever seen them uh, fighting the great white? No. There's a video of it. That'd probably be fucked. And uh, apparently, the killer whales know how to. Um, they like touch the shark underneath its chin. Not that they have a chin, but around there or something, and it paralyzes them they turn upside down really yeah and then they just like rip out their spleens or something like so they if don't... you're in it with a shark you just got to catch it with the right uppercut is that uh, what you're saying i don't know where the spot is but okay the killer whales don't even eat the sharks they just like just kill them just and, competition and take one of their organs i don't remember which one it it's is It's probably high but... in protein or something well or it's like a trophy to take back to the rest of the pod Notice I Got him. As per our discussion last week, though, I think they should stop fishing for a whole year. Yeah, that's absolutely and, never and you, and you should look at your pandemic bailouts and make a fisherman bailout or something. Just to see, because it does seem like it's going the right way. No, it does not. Maybe once we find out for certain... Hold, let me just take a sec here. Sorry. Maybe once we find out for certain that there is alien action in the ocean, like that... Everybody just agrees on that fact. Maybe the fishing will stop. Well, I can't believe a fisherman hasn't caught a UFO in its net or something. Well, a lot of the sightings come from um, fishermen, and they were saying, like, why why all of a sudden is the Navy releasing so much footage? Why do they get so much? It's because they're the ones who are out in the fucking ocean. There's a lot of ocean is what I'm saying, guys. Like, we're not going to spot the UFOs. In the middle of the Pacific, right? yes, I understand. Your that. eyesight is only so good. My eyesight is incredible. Did you guys see the footage they talked about that Willie D posted of the couple falling off the balcony? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see it, Simon? This was the people fighting. It's a, it's a, it's a husband and wife, and they break through the balcony yeah, with no. Nice. When she hits the ground, if you look at her leg carefully, it looks like the bone is just like fucking. But that sort of fall, we have no idea you're falling all it's of a sudden. Worst, it, yeah. It's the worst. It almost seems like it's snuff. Tom Segura loves that shit. Yes, yes. I think that should be behind a paywall I to can't protect watch people. That stuff. Uh, then after that, they talked about cancel culture for a while, and uh, Joe mentioned something interesting about uh, younger brother, older brother, which made me think about the Paul brothers, and maybe that's the edge Jake brings to him. You know what I mean? None of us have older brothers. I mean, I think that works if you have like a tougher older brother. Yeah. Uh, I'm an older brother and I used to beat on my little brother. I did. Like not, not, not to physically hurt him, but r- like just throw him around. And, and as the year progressed, it, it got to be more and more difficult as he grew and grew. And I was bigger than me and could probably kick my ass. I don't think toughness is anything to do. I think you just constantly have to be prepared under attack. You know what I mean? Yeah, it sounds about right. I don't know. I don't have an older brother, like you said. And you never beat on any of your little siblings? 
Uh, no, not really. You guys are good guys. Oh, um, I beat on my brother, but he, not like. But that yours, didn't make him. Yours he's not sounded an like mean. I was. We were like WWF wrestling. You know. You never gave your little brother a blanket of doom. Yeah, I did. Of course. I dropped a TV on his head by accident. <laughs> <one> <laughs> that sounds like WWE. Yeah, that's um, what I'm talking about. Didn't you lock your sister in a closet too? Oh my god, that never happened. But sure. He mentioned uh, John Donahue was saying you can reinvent yourself in five years. That's good advice. Or why are uh, we talking about John Donahue? Because they mentioned, mentioned it. Oh, he gotcha. said he, he was talking to John Donahue, calling back to it, name dropping. I and agree with that. It, but it's like with focus. Yeah, it's not like hope. Uh, put a vision board up and then see where the chips fall. You got to go for it. But I think even with a small amount of focus, you could just double the timeline and still get it done. Double the focus. No, no. Like if you're not as focused, you can do it in 10 years. Yes, yes, yes. That's all I'm saying is it might take you a little bit longer, but I still think as long as you stay focused, you can do it. This comes into play in the third guest. Then they mentioned Shane Dorian, Simon's favorite podcast to date. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. It was good. Oh, you gave it like a five and a half. Four point five, I think. That was early on in Simon's rating. He hadn't, but he hadn't been. He didn't know the landscape was going to be. Yeah, he hadn't become as uh, discerning an eye. I don't even remember that podcast. And such a good podcast, yet he hasn't been on with all these repeat guests. I I don't understand. He's been on a couple of times though, Shane Dorian. Just no no time lately. I only mentioned that to poke fun at you. I I think no problem with the um, Shane Dorian. One of the things they talked about is. Media integrity. Do you think right now the news is failing us? I don't think the news. Listen, if I could give you one piece of advice, it's that ignorance is bliss. Turn off the goddamn news. But I'm just trying to sell you something, whether you know it or not. I think people are are living romantically when they're like, oh, back in the day, the news used to be real. No, the news has always been fake. They've always been companies that are trying to sell you something and trying to control the narrative. And it's no different now than it was before. But I think there was a lot more high quality independent journalists back in the day because I don't I think it was easier for them to make a buck. I don't think that's the well, case. I mean anymore. it should be easier for them to make a buck now. There's just no, so much for, for an to independent get information journalist. Out. No, because it's it's tougher it's tougher the huge journalism conglomerates to make money so it's very tough for someone like a matt taibbi to make money because again he works who was the guy who wrote that fucking rolling stone article for 25 years like it's tough to you know if you're independent how are you going to feed yourself for 25 years to write the best story that again people Mm -hmm. are going to consume in one day and then forget about the next it's tough but if matt taibbi it's not his medium wanted to start a podcast and do some sort of like jimmy door or the hill or you know what i mean he could go down that avenue now. And I think that's where it's all going. But I think what I'm saying though is he could do that, sure, but he'd be releasing like one podcast a year just because he's... He, the research is more like a Dan saying. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it takes so long that like, you know, we can sit here and shoot the shit once a week. No big deal, but... What I was driving at is that it's always been rich guys who own the news networks. I agree with it's that, a, yeah. Like this isn't... This was going on... In the 60s, it was going on since television has been invented, you know? And before television, it was the newspapers. And before the newspapers, it was something fucking else, man. It's always been the same. This has nothing to do with anything, but have you guys been watching the History Late Night? No. So the head of CNN now is the guy that did fucked up the uh, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien thing. Is Is that interesting? Failing upwards. 
<laughs> well, no, he, he 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 signed Jay to five more years. Th- th- thought this was going to work, and it just completely was a disaster. So I, I think it's no joke. Um, wonder why CNN is a mess now. That's a underhanded dig. At who? This CNN. Jeff Zucker, I think his name is. He's a douchebag. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you know, the news is always telling you this bill of goods that the world is absolutely terrible. And then you step outside and it's a sunny day and it's that. And they all sort of have the same narrative. That's, that's what I think is the more suspect thing. Well, it's always just, you should be afraid. Be very fear, afraid. Fears, fears first and foremost. Yes. They had, they showed Colbert because that was for me, that's when he was at his best. On the they Daily the Show? Bear report. Oh, I thought on the Daily Show was where he was at his best. Well, they, they showed it was Ed Helms, him, Rob Corddry, and Samantha B. And oh, Steve Carroll. Steve Carell. Done what they've done. But it was just like, he, when he was that character, yeah. Colbert was like, if you're not scared, I'm not doing my job. And look at us now. Because that was a real swing was when uh, Jon Stewart became being, became being the most credible news. Yeah. And Trevor Noah's just kind of fucked it up, in my personal opinion. God, I miss that Daily Show. He's coming back, apparently. John Stewart. He's going to do like a Daily Show-esque show. Him and Seinfeld are doing a buddy comedy. Are they really? No, but that would be fucking amazing. That would be fucking amazing. They talked about the lab leak and mass not working, but that doesn't develop till later on, till uh, the Tom Papa one. Yeah. Um, and they, they talked about how they got to shoot because they're hunting, and there's nothing worse than a bad shot. And I watched uh, Man Eater with um, Steve Rinella, Joe Rogan, and um, Brian, Callen. Brian Callen, and he misses, or he doesn't get a dead kill on the turkey. So it just runs around injured for. No, it just lies there flapping. and they got to break its neck. Oh. Joe runs out and fucking. He did not enjoy the experience. Uh, Oma Plata. <laughs> a twister. <laughs> just snaps its neck. So I thought the most interesting Clint Eastwood story was how he almost went to war. Then he was in when a plane in crash yeah. and swam. Have you guys ever seen Escape from Alcatraz? Yeah. I think that's his baddest ass role I, I know of. I mean, all the cowboys aside, just playing a hardened criminal, like, there's no one tougher than Clint Eastwood. What about Dirty Harry? Charles Bronson. Well, imagine, I was thinking, listen to this, if they try to redo a Dirty Harry. Who would be Dirty Harry? No one would be because you could have a cop who played by his own rules and had a hard hand on the streets. No, but who who could pull it off? Be, it'd that, have to be Scott. Uh, it'd have to be Scott. It'd have to be his son. No, they would get someone terrible like Tom Holland or someone fucking just Tom awful. Holland. That does not work at all. I know it doesn't, but that's what Hollywood would do. Frank Grillo, maybe? They would get like Dwayne The Rock Johnson or nope. something. Frank Grillo? Why are you naming <laughs> the worst actors? Because Dirty Harry is sort of gristled. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, is, is the, Frank Grillo is not the Frank one. Frank Grillo is terrible. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Scott Eastwood, I think. You're just sticking with Scott Eastwood, all right. Well, I, think, I think that's the best role. But like I said, you, you could not make this this uh, show anymore. Could not make a rogue cop show? Just is that bad boy cop that plays by his own rules. It would just feed into too many narratives of... Defund the police or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Kamara's a good point. You don't see a lot of those. They really hide that narrative now. Like in the seventies, it was like Serpico. Fucking, there was literally. I could think of. Well, no, every I mean, I movie. Think, and then one, the eighties and the nineties, they were all buddy comedy cop movies. But the classic where it breaks him in the room by himself, roughs him up. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about like crooked, call, like bad lieutenant. You know what I mean? Like 
Mm-hmm. There was a lot of those. And again, I, th- I think they, it's because they're, they're like, well, that doesn't happen anymore. That was like a 70s, 80s thing. Which, again, it was terrible back then. Like, I imagine the NYPD was like 75% but, but we, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think watching it back then, I was thinking, wow, look at this corruption. And like, no. I thought that, just, that was police work. And that's how it had to be done. <laughs> I like how Joe said back in my AIDS days when he's slinging his dick around. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're young enough that, that just was, we weren't totally sexually active. But I remember that was, that was as scary as it is now, say, a year after this pandemic. People really, people were worried about sports or could I go in the pool? Like, no one knew anything. You know what I mean? My comedian buddy in Vancouver, who's only like slightly, he's probably like your age. He's like deathly afraid of AIDS. And he, Still. Yeah, and he blames it on like, he's like, I just grew up in the 80s where like, you know, it was AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Well, I think because it killed some rich people. Mm, Keith Haring. Or um, who's I thinking of? Lead singer Queen. Freddie Mercury. Fred Mercury. So it seemed like inescapable. Um, Sagar and uh, Crystal have gone independent. Yeah. Now behind a paywall. But I think that's the way we're going for news. Uh, topless. You guys ever been to a place where topless is cool? Well, that's how it has. Sorry, just to back up for a second. That's how it has to be for news. They have to remove the ads. The ads are what drive the, yeah. like once you have sponsors, then you're beholden to those sponsors. So all news should be behind a paywall. That's one thing I'd be willing to pay for. Because there are always like three things that you could save your I mean? family after these messages. Or, or whatever, at least like. And then those three things that save your family are like, buy Clorox bleach. And- like, look, you could still be watching something in a vacuum. Yeah. Right. But if you actually trust that news source, yeah, it's not being corrupted by. And they have both, and they represent both sides. So you, you know, it's a little less for for that show. I'm just thinking in general, though. Like news should yeah, be yeah. behind paywalls. That this is the this is the major problem, right? Is that these guys sell ad space and then they can't say what they want to say because they're beholden to the fucking bottom line. But that's got to make you think that something happened there. Where were they? You mean they were getting editorial for the hill? They were getting editorial notes and said, no, I, "Fuck this, we got to go on our own." I we're know, being told but, what to do, or no? Would, but maybe no, because maybe they were. Maybe YouTube was coming to them, and they were like, "You have there's only X amount of advertisers that want to work with you because of what you're saying." Or you know what I mean? It can easily be that. What was their governing thing? Like, Nothing. They were on YouTube, so that's why I'm saying it must have been a. Mm-hmm. Must have just been the amount of advertisers willing, or they just crunched the numbers and they were like, "If we can maintain a third of our," or maybe they realize that exactly what I'm saying. If we can just get rid of these sponsors, or if then... they got if they got pushed out by the big players <laughs> like CNN, MSNBC, and stuff. But Simon, that's what I'm saying is when you watch The Hill, there was no sponsor. It wasn't like The Hill started and they were like. Manscaped, make sure to go and use our The Hill code. Right, they weren't changing any of their opinions, you mean, because I just, of what they were selling. What I'm saying is they were on YouTube, so it had to have been something within YouTube's algorithm that was cutting them off from ad money. Or like I said, you can always do this. You can say, listen, we have 3 million viewers. If we can maintain a third of them at $5 a month, that's $5 million a mm-hmm. month. You know, Or even you pick a number that you're happy with. I mean, it wouldn't totally surprise me if YouTube or these bigger platforms, because they're so, they're either owned by or totally in bed with 
these same people who control the media, then they don't want to lose out on all this money they're making. And maybe like Tamar's saying, they're just pushing out shows and it's going to backfire on them. Obviously it'll, this is the push that another platform would need to prosper, right? Like be the one that is free of lister complaints here. I mean, listen, money has to be involved in one, one, someone has to get paid, right? Like no one wants to do the news for free. No one wants to do a 20 year piece that like, Money has to be involved some way. So like you're saying, there has to be a paywall or sponsors or something. Or just a new platform. Like remember a, a while back I was saying like they need like a bunch of really famous people to switch from whatever the hell they're using to something else so all the kids follow them. Yeah, I just think we've also proven in the last couple of years that that isn't always as successful as you think. But I was just thinking now in the age, you'll capture an audience. Do you know what I mean? Like who have they have there'll be someone else come up and they'll capture people. Because if you watch CNN, it seems like they know they're talking to six-year-olds and above. But they honestly talk about Facebook and it, like... If you want to know who the demographic is, just look the at the ads. ads. That that's all That's all you need to do. Is, it's all Metamucil. And that's it. If it's, if it's catheter ads, you know exactly who their fucking, their main uh, demographic is. Hands down, that's it. If they're pushing Nickelodeon or some sort of fucking, then yeah. And yeah, CNN is definitely geared towards. Let's hope there's a new world order Fox coming. News. Have you guys ever been to a place where topless is? Yeah, no big deal. Nude, nude beach, yeah. It's the best. Just the whole vibe of everyone. You know what I mean? Once you get off, like, look at your sunglasses over, get used to it. Have you ever participated in the nude beach? Mm, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think I've gone skinny dipping, but I've never sat on a beach buck naked all day. No, I have my dick is too ugly to just be fucking on display for everyone. Fuck I would like that. to though. Would you really? You would just to sun your dick, or is that, or just to show to it off? To show your dick off is that what you're I think? There's a the, the inhibition, like it's just like you're free. You, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't feel free. I'd feel like everybody was looking. I at think me. you would for an hour or two, but after a while, like here's the thing though. Like I don't even like walking around my house naked. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so I don't you like know. in front of your dog. You think he's judging you? No, Chico's seen it all. Because he's got such a huge way. Yeah. He's like, yeah. But we've like, made bro. nudity the taboo. You know what I mean? It should be just nothing. Do you guys ever do you guys ever play on a sports team or go to some place where there was like lots of guys in the shower? It shouldn't be a nothing though. Hold on. I want to go back I want to back that up a bit. There's something the taboo is kind of what makes fucking seeing it enjoyable. Well, uh, yeah. Like if there was just pussy hanging out all over the fucking place, you wouldn't really wouldn't be that you wouldn't really deal. give a shit. You know what I mean? There's something about that like it's like tan lines like i love tan lines love that because those are the parts that aren't seeing That's the sun. yeah i'm like this is the shit i get to see i think we're just conditioned and just like like i said like australia was all the girls are topless and yeah there's lots of places there's just a different attitude like it's a whole mindset. i think so again like i can see you could 10 topless girls could walk in right now i don't really give a shit you're the one no no i mean you get <laughs> Like, do you really, are you like immediately hard of 10? I would not be able to carry on with his podcast effectively if there's 10 topless girls in here. I mean, that would just be weird because there's, why would there be 10 topless Fine. girls in here? That's it, I would find it very distracting. Like if we walked okay, outside here. and walked down the street and there was a girl walking down the street with no shirt on, would you get a boner? Probably not. Let me put it to you this way. I'll put it to you a better way. I would look more than once. If you're going to a strip club and you walk in and for the first 20 minutes, 
all there's only topless girls and then the next 20 minutes you still like all they're doing is just topless do you leave like is that the kind of strip club you want to be at where it's only topless? if you were to ever go to a strip club uh i see what you're saying um if that was the only thing you could see that would get you excited no what i'm saying is would you go to a strip club if you knew it was I, only just I, topless? i understand what you're saying yeah but what i'm countering with is if you're there mm-hmm. and they are only topless, I think you're going to at some point get aroused. Okay. How about this? Does that make sense? There's two strip clubs side by side. You're going to go to the other one. Thank I'm you. I'm with okay. you, yes. but you're missing my point. Like, I get what you're saying. You're going to, well, again, they're, they're tits, dancing. Tits but hold are on. going to make you hard, Matt. Hold I don't strip, care who you are. Strip club was a terrible example though, because again, they're there trying to get you hard so they can fleece $20 yeah. a time. So at a beach where they're just like relaxing, like there can be 20 sets of tits out. It's not going to drive you wild. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you in the fact that when you immediately see those breasts, you're not going to be like, oh my God, and start jacking off. I'm disagreeing with you in that if you hang out at that beach and there are 12 women with their boobs out, eventually... What if they're all fat and gross? Okay, well, that's silly. Hold up, That's though. silly. The, the counterpoint is if you're raised always seeing them, that, that isn't even a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody's arguing with that point. <laughs> well, that, that, and I think that other way is the better way. You do. You would like everybody to walk around with no clothes on. If they, if you think that would be better for society? I, uh, absolutely. I disagree. Perfect. I think that would be a terrible... I mean, uh, for the first two years, there'd be so many car crashes. It would just be fucking staggering. And then you're like... I, I don't know. Man. I had to shower for a year with guys in military school. Yeah. So it just it goes away, you know what I mean? Even being self-conscious or like... There was times, and I was like 16 or 15, and I would like try to wait for no one to be in the shower to have the shower at the beginning. What are you gaining by everybody walking around with the no clothes on? So let's start there. I, I think you're getting rid of something. You're not gaining. What are you getting? Get, what are you getting rid of? Um, like self-conscious or like uh, body judging. I don't know. Well, but then doesn't the body judging just happen on you know girls with big tits are going to look at girls with little tits and think they're better because they have big tits? I.e., guys with giant dicks are going to think that they're better than the guys with the little dicks. You know. We're nowhere near that, so... But that's what I was going to say, Kamar, is like, you... It, it hold seems on. worse to me. But what I was going to say is this, Kamar, like, if you had a micro penis, you might have never gotten over showering with the guys. Like, there might have never been a point where you were like, ah, whatever, after a week, or I'm the, cool with this. I know there was guys in the shower with micro penises, and they weren't ridden by everyone, like, or whatever. But you don't know, that's my... I mean, again... I don't know. They might... They might. I look. know we did fucking talk about guys with huge hogs, though. <laughs> of course, For yeah. sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 how you're. What is taboo to you, or what is? Not. It just to me, it's the same thing. Like you have people who buy expensive clothes to make themselves feel better, or vice versa. If everybody's naked, there are just going to be other things that make some people feel better and other people feel worse. Like you're by removing clothes or not clothes, you're not. Um, that doesn't change human sociology or um y- y- the way the mind works you know like that's just natural i think i don't know maybe maybe i'm totally wrong we'll never know but maybe, i just maybe I, we will if uh, we stop wearing clothes. societies where topless is not if it's just uh given is chiller that's just what i found i only have one example australia but i'm with that that's less fine. uptight i don't know um i mean again if you think about it it's totally legal in this city to go topless at any time mm-hmm 
as a woman. They just don't do it all. I've seen it, and I look twice. That's all I know. You, to yeah. me, it just seems crazy, though, because it's like nobody's doing it. So you're like, well, why is this person doing it? Just I mean, listen, if you want to be attention. tits out at the beach, who gives a shit? But that's the thing. That's the problem is that's kind of what Kamar's saying is now it seems like it's an attention thing. Like, if a girl wants to sit with her shirt, like, I have my shirt off at the beach. Why does she have to have hers on? Well, I don't think I'm talking about the beach. I'm and it was an interesting just mind. Just walking down the street. Okay, fair enough. The mind exercise when they talk about Ellen Page. Elliot. Elliot Page. So, sorry. I'm so sorry, internet. But uh, when they talk about, you know, a month ago, if uh, Elliot had his shirt off, it'd be a problem. That's Nowadays. the most ridiculous thing I mean, ever. then I went and looked at the pictures because I wanted to see what they were talking about. And there are like a million pictures out there of Ellen Page before the transition without a shirt on. So it's not like, do you know what I mean? His point though was just like on Instagram, if you show a male nipple, you can oh, show that all day. I, I understand. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. It's still just a piece of skin. But again, if you had girls just showing their boobs on Instagram, you know what Instagram would become, you know? The nipple is an interesting thing though, because if you see a girl's tits totally exposed, but just the nipples are covered. There's something about it where you're like, oh, I didn't see her tits. Or uh, body paint. Yeah, that is weird. Eh? Isn't it? That actually goes through your head, though. You're like, oh, that's safe for work. Not even safe for work, no, but no, in your head, you're you, just, yeah, you you're like, I, I haven't mean. seen this girl's tits. Like, I've, the main portion is covered still. <laughs> it's so weird. Very, the nipple is peculiar. the full Monty. Like you said, too, yes, body paint's another one where, like, you're like, I know those tits are out, but they're really not. It's an interesting... Body paint. Yeah, that's a little different. Well, because they're all painted. but Yeah, and then, you know, if you're just wearing a really tight shirt. Yeah. There's a bunch of other stuff I have down here, but we're not going to get through it all. Yeah, no, we got to um, move on. He pointed down. Did you see what he did there? Yeah. I have a lot of other stuff down here. I'm talking about my big dick. Yeah. yeah, we got it. Yeah. He mentioned, that's how I got comfortable he mentioned, showering he so quickly. He mentioned radioactive wolves. They're talking about nuclear power, and he mentioned Shane Smith. And it, shouldn't Shane Smith be a repeat? Well, I mean, he was a mainstay, but by now, I'd like to get to the bottom of that one. Well, I mean, I think it's a weird thing because like... Now that I'm pining for him. They had a falling out. There is no doubt about that. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. it's a weird one because it's like Joe, and I don't believe this, but like Joe is now looked at as like a right wing guy. And then Shane Smith is, I mean, Vice is as far left as you can fucking go pretty much. So it's a weird... But just for the right, we remember the last podcast together. Hammered, loving just each became, other. We're the king of the world. Like, oh, just 69ing each other for the never, whole... Yeah. Maybe, maybe they fucked or hooked up and they just, and they just are stay away from each other. Dude, that's the most likely scenario at this point. Is that, that what you they do? They fucked or after that podcast. You get totally drunk, you wake up, oh my God, we fucked. Let's not talk for a couple, or weeks. He's, here's couple a, years. Here's a more likely scenario, just in Joe's defense. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, Shane convinced him to invest in Vice. No chance. And then it tanks, and then Joe's like, fuck this nerd. I don't think so. I, I, I'd like to get to the bottom of that. I'm, I'm tending to lean more towards that than the... Uh, I don't know. I'm leaning towards they affair. fucked. I like that. I like that one. Uh, it seems it doesn't make sense. Anything's possible. Um, I, I, I like that he it. asked Scott Eastwood about his dad in the chair incident. We were talking about Scott Eastwood. Holy but shit. But what? His dad and what? Sorry? He was like, what about when your dad... Made fun of Obama talking oh, about yeah, empty chair, yeah. saying you're a nobody or whatever. Yeah. And I, I thought that was just good rather than avoiding it. I mean, like Scott says, I'm not going to speak for my dad or whatever. And if I was Scott, I'd be like, what do you want? He's an sometimes old racist. Sometimes he hits, sometimes he misses. Yeah. That was a definite miss. Do you ask Kramer's son about? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be cool uh, guest on the podcast, a Wayne's brother. Yeah. For well, sure. One of the older ones, please. Well, the way yes. he talks about Damon. Damon would be Damon a great Damon or Keenan. 
And Keenan would be even cooler because he started. Um, no, I think Damon would be cooler. Damon would be frankly. super cool. Yeah. Uh, do the, not do the right thing. Ugh, in in living, living color. color. Yeah. And I'm going to get you, sucker. Like he's both either 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 those weigh-ins would be super cool guests. I think. I agree. Um, the other thing was when he talked. We'll about, end up with Marlon. So be it. His uh, Keenan another Ivory Clint Eastwood story. He goes makes the movie in Italy. That's Keenan. No, Keenan Ivory is the old, like the old, old, That's oldest one. That's who he one. was talking about. Yeah, he's the by number one, I, and then Damon. No, I don't want him on. I just want Damon. He, Keenan wrote for Eddie Murphy Delirious. I know, I still ah, don't want him on. Keenan's the one for me. No, no. We put it in the ether, Damon. it's coming. It should, it should, it should. Unless those guys are real, because I never see him do interviews and stuff, so maybe they just don't want to put this shit out there. Well, Joe fucking sings his praises, man. Yeah, big time, big time, big time, big time. He did a movie in Italy. It was something over there. Came over here. Everyone's talking about this big movie. And he goes in and he goes, oh, that's oh, why I'm movie. in this movie. Another cool Clint Eastwood story. The most interesting thing that just got glossed over is uh, Jane Goodall got raped by a monkey. Yeah. I thought that got, that didn't get its, its like, dues. What was she wearing? Wow. <laughs> I'm not biting on this one. <laughs> well, it, it's a very interesting story because the. the, wow, the that was a great joke. The Coles notes was. Um, <laughs> It was better for her to just let it happen. Yeah, so she didn't get her finger get bitten off, It's more torn dangerous apart. for her to try and resist. Now, is that her story after? She's probably seen enough monkeys. Uh, yeah, that woman with the dolphin said the same thing. Yeah. It's no, too it dangerous me. for me yeah. to not jerk if, this dolphin if, if, if off. It forced my, itself on me, and I just, for science. She, that'd be probably better she got thing. really close to those uh, chimps in all respect to Jane Goodall. Yes. She was living right there with those, uh, with those guys. Okay, we got to move on. We got to rate them. Do you have one more point you want to get to, Kamar? She, and just, just by the by, Jane Goodall states very emphatically that Bigfoot exists. Well, I mean, she would after she got raped by a monkey. That's what the monkey was all about. He was like, you're going to fucking say that Bigfoot exists. Uh, it was just um, the, the monkeys immediately taking their money for prostitution. It was crazy. Yeah. That's, just, that's just crazy. I mean, we've heard that story a, a bunch million of times. times. Oregon's getting what they want. People are still upset. So that's a weird thing about us hopefully to decriminalize everything. And it's weird how in Hollywood they mentioned the very end. Everyone working on a second think it's magical. And this is going to be a great movie. And it's a turd and that vice versa. Like they, ne they, I've heard two people say that you never know. No, I, I think you know when you're making a turd. You know from the second you read that script. Well, I guess that's just a bad decision. I mean, I was going to say, like, I watched Songbird the other day. I don't know if you guys have seen it. No, I refuse to watch it's it. It's a terrible piece of shit. Like, just awful. And I thought to myself, I was like, there's no way Peter Stormare wrote, wrote, uh, read this script and was like, I might have a winner on my hands here. No way. And then here we are. I wanted to do the movie game in here, but like someone said, we shouldn't do any movies that we haven't seen. Yeah. So we'll... What was the movie you wanted to do? It was going to be The Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. But it'd just be interesting because the budgets. The timeline, yeah. Very fucking, different. Yeah. All right, well, let's rate uh, Mr. Eastwood. We'll start with uh, Kamar. Uh, a little hunty, a little bit of talk about cancer culture. Would like more to hear about his dad. I give this a two and a half. I give it a one and a half. Nothing against Scott Eastwood. I just, this one didn't tickle my fancy. 1.3. Okay, going Portnoy on us. All right, let's move on to the next one. 1660, just a gigolo, DLR, David Lee Roth. 
Come on, Simon. <laughs> He's Sorry, man. Um, I'm going to say emphatically right off the jump, this might have been my least favorite podcast ever. This was so bad. I, and you I enjoyed the first David Lee Roth. No. no. Okay. I said on that one too. I was like, I don't, I don't. When he goes to the bathroom, I'm jumping way ahead here. Okay. Yeah. When he goes to the bathroom. That was the best part Joe of the whole episode. Joe is talking to Jamie and is saying, isn't it weird when these like super famous stars get older and they have to become more of a character than they were? Like he nailed it right on the fucking head. man. Head on the nail. Well, I mean, just think about it again. The last time he shows Do up. Do you he, dig? The last time Matt? he shows up, he shows up you in like a me? full three piece suit. <laughs> Right, like dressed to the nines. This time he shows up looking a, like a four dollar bum. Well, and it it was the same podcast, man. Like they just, I think he forgot that he had been on the Joe Rogan show and said Two all things. this stuff already. It'd be hilarious if he did the whole thing because the first time we're looking to do it, I see he has no teeth, and I didn't know they addressed it. So he's just there, like everything's going good. Yeah, I'm missing a tooth. They explain in the podcast, but when you first see it, like, wow, he sort of looked like a meth head or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> My big problem with this is um, Eddie Van Halen died six months ago. Okay. And, and they, they're touring? Sorry? I said, and they're touring? Is that what bothers you? They, he mentioned uh, his brother more. Oh, he wasn't? He so this is Van Halen's 50th anniversary. Duh, 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 duh. Who was that guy he kept mentioning? Uh, Alex. The drummer, the brother. That's the brother. But don't you think it's a little weird? I didn't even think about it as so you mentioned it. Yeah, a little gauche. I think it was a little didn't narcissistic. Pay any, didn't just, pay any tribute. Didn't fucking, I lost a friend that I had. I think part of it is Joe not asking, but I don't think it was ever in David Lee Roth's purview to say, I just want to say uh, RIP to my, my friend and the actual talent of the band. This guy loves himself. Yeah, there's he, no one there's no one funnier in David Lee Roth's mind than DLR. He gave like, himself a couple of pause breaks. He's an amazing yeah. though like renaissance man for real. But the idea sure. is that you're supposed to be really humble about it and like that not, is not broadcast him. the fact that you're this He's renaissance man. He's trying too hard man. to be a renaissance man. It, it's uh it, it was some it was The something. way he even spoke about his own music and like how he was like, "Man, we had 10,000 hours before we even got on stage, man." I was like, "How?" 10,000 hours is 30 years. And just healing people with music. I don't know. So to speak. Dude, even then, talking about, like, the way he was talking about Panama. Panama. Dude, he was speaking about it like they won a Pulitzer for writing Panama. He's he's lost himself at this point. 100%. Van Halen's not that good. I've seen them live. When they came out, again, Eddie Van Halen was making noise that people couldn't comprehend. No one was like, who's this guy singing? And, and listen, when you say, Simon, give me a list of bands who like changed the world with their lyrics and you know, like not Van, Van Halen. Halen doesn't it's come to mind. Van Halen. You, know? you know what? Jump. That's what comes to mind when I think of Van Halen. And, and listen, I, I don't hate them. And are you like, telling me that these fucking pothead hippies like myself were sitting there and they were like, okay, we'll say jump quick because it's like, that's how you jump. No, they were probably just writing a fucking song high as shit. Like. I, I just that combat. sounds like that sounds like a matrix type situation to me where they're going back in time to like to rewrite us that's what, that not even then was, it's, uh, it's 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 something happened 30 years ago and now you've built it up as this huge thing in your mm-hmm. head and you're giving yourself all these plot it's like oh I've you know anyways the guy's amazing he's amazing all the things he's done is amazing not when he goes on air and that's why the first one wasn't so terrible it was because so terrible. joe found yeah, out about them this one he was there like bragging about them and nothing it was too nothing much to new handle. to offer what did he keep saying Kamar, not do you dig 
Um, you follow me? You follow me. Do you follow me? Follow me and so yeah. to speak. You follow me. That was driving me fucking crazy. Someone on the Reddit was like, this is the most condescending thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. After we listen to fucking physicists. And yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird because Joe is usually the one being condescending. And this time it was somebody being condescending to Joe. It was very like. How many times did he try to get Joe with the combat hippie line? He, dude, he, he he's re- loving heavy arms. <laughs> he reused so many lines over like, and oh. over, like a broken record. I wish somebody had an algorithm where they could go back to the original episode and see if he re- Oh my he god, he did definitely. This it's was like seventy like, percent the same jokes. Like I'd rather listen to Gary and Steven argue for four hours. I mean, I'm not gonna go that far, but it was pretty fucking bad. This was terrible. Yeah, no, it was unnecessary. He. Um, argued that nicotine was more important for creativity than psychedelics. Oh, I've yeah, never wanted to smoke so much in my life, man. <laughs> it's so cool, eh, smoking? Oh, it's so cool. This is so nerdy. Oh, this is the worst thing ever, but that's the idea of it. It's like to, to um, shame you. Shame you well, it's of- not shaming me. It's just making me addicted to something that's super nerdy, where before I was addicted to something that made me look super cool. But was killing you at 10x the rate, probably. I mean, the, the, that remains to be seen, right? You don't feel better now that no, you're not smoking? No, I do. Yeah, I do, exactly. for sure. Yeah. All his talk about AlphaGo was redundant. This whole fucking podcast was redundant. Even the way he explained Go to Joe, though. Like, he was a fucking... I'm like, dude, this guy has 2,000 podcasts under his belt. Yeah, Some what, of the smartest people in the world. You think he's never come across Go? What do you think... What is it called when you mansplain to a man? Mamans, David Lee Roth, Mamans, Blaine. That's what he was doing. He was doing a lot of that. Uh, the only uh, bright part was his love for the Jamaica bobsled team. No bright. Oh part. my God! He brought them up like three so different annoying, times. Man. Very similar to the Spartans. They're not okay. You know what? I'm not <laughs> new. Simon, not doing this. Do you think materialism has gone down? No. Is that what they thought? No, they're crazy. It's it's, gone, it's way it's more skyrocketed. Eh? Brands are way TikTok more important. Fuck. Listen, if Jeff Bezos bought a half billion dollar boat, get the fuck out of here. Like boat makers should just put a cap on it. Been like, listen, we're not. There's no point in this. What's Did, wrong, Simon? Nothing. He has a yacht for his yacht. It's fucking ridiculous. This is the one point I want to make. Uh, sorry, in the last episode they were talking about eat the rich, and he used Paul Simon as the example. <laughs> Was that so weird? Like it could have been Bezos, it could have been uh, yeah. uh, Elon, it could have been Gates, it could have been Buffett, it could have been anyone. But BLM you know, is that Paul Simon's Paul door Simon in Portland, like <laughs> taking food out of your mouth. Uh, I think he. Uh, oh no, six hundred pound sumo wrestler. Is that the craziest sport ever? He was a Hawaiian. Well, the, the, the world champion, but they're, they're they're gods in Japan. They just never translate over here because they're silly outfits where they like Yokozuna. Was like a serious sumo guy over there before he became part of the WWE. It's just crazy that they. Oh my god! How much do you think Paul Simon is worth? Five hundred fifty million. I was gonna say that's a lot. I was gonna say one hundred and fifty. Yeah, one hundred and fifty million. Oh wow! He's no small player, man. That's why they're saying eat the rich. Paul Simon, David Lee Roth knew what we didn't. <laughs> How much do you think David Lee Roth is worth? Ah. Uh. Well, he's got a handler, so I'm going to say he's worth 120. Like, I was going to say 250 million. According to the internet, he's 60 million. Ooh, nothing. Fuck! Imagine having 60 million dollars. Here's the bigger question, guys: What do you think Art Garfunkel is worth? 250 million. Okay, just hold on a second. It has to be substantially. I was less just going to say, Paul how is he Simon? worth? He hasn't he worth made double any what, albums. He worth double what Paul Simon is. 
Paul Simon wrote everything. Um, I'm going to say he's worth $50 million. $95 million. I'm surprised wow. it's that much. Good for you. Yeah, fuck. You know what, though, Simon? It's like the new kids on the block. Now, again, you could sit here and be like, I would assume they made tons of money. Do you know that they're like, I think one of their early management warned them all to take a good portion of their money and dump it in real estate. And apparently they all did. I just felt like uh, Garfunkel is shrewd financially. Yeah, ears. I'm sorry, Kamara. New Simon shouldn't have jumped down your throat no, like no. that. But it's all right. that's crazy to think that our Garfunkel could Madness. possibly worth be worth more than Paul Simon. It isn't. It isn't though. But here, but if you invest smart, right? Like if you if you make you know, let's say you make thirty percent less than your partner in crime. Yeah. But you invest properly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounded like he invested properly because even at ninety five million, that sounds very high. Like si- Garfunkel made hit albums after. Sorry, Paul Simon made hit albums after they broke up. Like, Graceland probably sold more than all the Paul Simon or all the Simon and Garfunkel records put together. I mean, listen, though, those guys in music, like, you get an EP on something, an executive producer credit or like a writing credit, mm-hmm. even, you're making the lion's share of the royalties off of that fucking song. So, I think in music, there's a lot of, like, if you're a big name in music, I don't think it's that hard to make. A fucking well, and I'm sure you can call me Al has been used in a million things, man. Do you know the, the bass line? Yeah, I know it. That, that the guy only did that in the um, studio. If that didn't happen in a live show, can't do it live. No, but they they show they do. It's still. Do you know what he's talking? Classic song. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know the bass line. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, I can't do it. No. Um, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it's going to be crazy when Mick Jagger dies. If it ever happens. Or Keith Richards. Like, David Lee Roth passed away. It's not going to be like, it's, it's going to be, I'm sorry, he passed away and sort of his family stuff, but they're so, maybe Paul McCartney. It is interesting, though. You look at those two guys, um, Mick Jagger and. Uh, Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Obviously, these two guys have some serious life expectancy drugs going on because they are well past when they should be alive. But it hasn't been able to make them like appear any younger. No. So I think- it's keeping them alive, but it can't like give them. Dude, Keith Richards still smokes like a pack of years. cigarettes a day. There's no way that I face think, isn't going to look I like a catcher's mitt. I may have actually quit. Okay, f- but so, fine. 50 years of smoking cigarettes, it's going to be tough to reverse that. I think they just aged past. This is what I'm saying. They the got too far past, and now it's just keeping them alive, whereas guys like Elon Musk are going to stay the way he looks forever. Yeah, Dude, Elon that. looks 50% better than he did when he left PayPal. Oh, yeah. It's like two different people. He looked like... An elongated muskrat. It when he almost was. is like it's two different people. Same Matt. with Jeff Bezos, though. Really? It's almost like it's two different people. And plastic surgery isn't rock and roll. I agree. They've all got plastic surgery. Are you kidding? But not like Paul McCartney is more than them. Like Mick Jagger still looks old, like you said. But it's still like old plastic surgery. Better than Paul McCartney or uh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, my God. Yeah, but Mickey Rourke was a boxer. That's a terrible example. I guess he got so. his face caved in when he was like in his 40s. I guess David Lee Roth has aged well then, besides losing the teeth. And his mind. Um, or do you just assume, let me ask this, because like, do you just think he's always been like this? Or do you like think it's like... Egomaniac? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. I think he's been a crazy egomaniac and it's gotten worse question. as he gets Fair older enough, yeah. because he feels like he exactly what Joe said. Like they have to like stay relevant. He's become a character of himself. Heads. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, and I love how he's like, uh, makes it seem like he does everything himself. I went to China. I did all of this. I carry my own groceries. I but check with my handler, you know, like pick a lane. You I mean, either do work. all the shit yourself or you're flying private jets, you I know, mean, but it's not both fucking ways. I, yeah, I think there's some truth to it that he has kept himself somewhat humble, even though it does not come across in his personality. Imagine this is him humble. This is. This is him talking about how humble he is. This is why I look at someone like a Nick Offerman as like, that's how you want to be famous. The guy that plays Ron Swanson. I know who he is. Yeah, like he just, he spends all his money on his woodworking shop and he just lays low. Why, is I, he really a woodworker? Yeah. Ron Offerman is? Nick Offerman? He's very Whatever close. Whatever the fuck his name is? He's very yes, close he, to who he is. I he think. has a huge woodworking studio. He makes canoes. He makes all sorts of crazy shit. Um, but you know what I mean? That's how I would do it. Like, why be in the Hollywood? Like, just live out in Montana on a fucking nice plot of land. You have $60 million. Is that what we said this guy has? $60 million? 90? Who? David Lee Roth. Oh, that's who we're talking 60 about. 60 million. I feel like he... How does Dave... Okay, anyways, go on. I feel like he's sort of like Andrew Dice Clay. Just trying to stay... Just has become the character... Okay, yeah. ...that he sort of portrayed. And it was interesting... Every 10 episodes or whatever, they're talking about announcer voices. Yeah. Like, hey, wow, wow, why are these guys? I wish Joe's like, Dave, why do you talk like a radio announcer? Because that's how he talks. You I, follow Joe? Like, I, he's got to be bummed and solemn sometimes. I don't know. Or if he's like this all the time, I don't think there's many people who want to be around him. <laughs> he cares for the planet passionately. I think that's a good thing. His best he line never talked about being with women. Did you notice? Like you'd think that would be part of his braggadocio. To kiss and tell? Like, yeah. No, but there was zero mention. Think about it. He Stop. Stop and think about it. For he probably had second. some roadies, some groupies for sure. Is he, um, maybe he's gay. Maybe he is. I, I, he lost all credit with me not mentioning um, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Dude, now I think he's definitely gay. His best line was, uh, nobody hears both sides of the story except for the neighbors. Yeah, but he probably laughed too hard after he, he said He laughed too hard at everything he said, yeah. but it's, it's sort of true. If a, if a, if a couple's arguing, they're not going to hear each other, but the neighbors could be like, yeah, I'm on his side or her side. Uh, what about paying the cops way more? You want to go the other direction and make it a really elite job. I think as if you can start by showing us that you're going to weed out the shit ones, I have no problem with that. It's a dangerous job. But until you can say, hey, our union is going to make sure that we only have the best of the best out there, get the fuck out Hold of here asking for more money. Yeah, accountability first and then more money and more training. I'm fine with that. Listen, we need good cops for sure. And Joe's whole, like, I... Joe acts like he like the cops should just be able to act with impunity. And I think that's a dangerous like you know how he was like he was like, these guys just need like you can sue them now. It's like, well, listen, if they do something terribly wrong, like do you think Eric Garner's family shouldn't have been able to sue? Like I guess it works the same way as doctors. They Not, take a Hippocratic oath. No, if a doctor fucks up though in America, you can sue them. Yeah, exactly. If a cop fucks up, you can sue them. I, I thought the I don't thing, think I don't think he's gay. No, he's got a wife. Well, no, but there's a lot of talk out there about it, apparently. Oh, interesting. A lot of debate. Hmm. 
he, not that uh, there's anything wrong with that. Just no. I mean, a lot of those sex, 60s and 70s rockers I know, experimented uh, like crazy. I just too, imagine so. that they would be, you know, he bragged about everything. So why weren't why weren't women involved? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was strange how he wanted more out of uh, people who win awards in their speeches. I think they were just like reminiscing about Brando more than like, because at the same time, Joe hates that. Joe hates it, and I, 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 I just I thought he made himself really old fashioned. That because I, I think the awards or speakers' awards are because he was saying people should tell us how how I got here in that time instead of necessarily taking the political thing of Brando. I thought that's what I got. What he's saying, hmm. I didn't really necessarily get that. I just thought. I mean, again. Anybody who th- thinks that those people should get more time to talk, like, fuck off. Yeah. So just he's get just, out of he's here. out of his element. Go take your private jet back to your island and go fuck some kids. I can go another couple of years without hearing from you. The only time I sort of got him real and I didn't want to listen to it was when he was complaining about getting fired. Dude, when he asked Joe, what have you been fired from McDonald's? What have you been fired from Walmart? I was like, like, get up and leave. Get out of the studio. It was driving me crazy. The whole thing was driving me crazy. Talking about it now is fucking irritating me. Uh, The heat heat doesn't help. The tap dancing again. The Nicholas Brothers. And I thought it was interesting how they said they don't do this anymore, but they didn't break dance back then. And I've seen some crazy break dancing, whether it be pop blocking or really athletic stuff that I think can't compare. Yeah, The flying splits and stuff. No, I I agree. It's just an outdated... Like tap dancing is kind of an outdated thing, but yeah, you still see wild, just fucking wild physical feats of strength yeah. and flexibility. Uh, he's got a new song called "Giddy Up." David Lee Roth does. Yep. Oh, I and uh, I think uh, I think Eddie Van Halen was the secret sauce. Uh, do you guys remember a movie about a band that replaces their lead singer with a fan? Yeah, it was Marky Mark, and the movie was uh, Rockstar. Rockstar. Now, he was also replaced by Eddie Van... I mean, Eddie Van Halen, yeah, kicked him out to bring in uh, Sammy Hagar. But I thought it'd be an exit choice for our movie game this week. Rockstar? You know the movie? Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. You've seen it? Marky Mark. I assume I have. Jennifer yeah. Aniston at her hottest, I might add. She may have been at her hottest. Oh, my God. Remind me about the Friends reunion on the post show, because I actually, Mary watched it. Oh, I, I will. Oh, I just will. fucking. Oof. Oof. Oh. <laughs> it's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Rockstar. But a lead singer getting replaced by his band for another lead singer who's in this, so the this um, audience starring Mark Wahlberg. What was Jennifer his band Aniston. called? Like Wild Horse or Wild Stallion or something. Something like that. Steel Dragon. Steel Dragon, thank you. How the fuck much did this thing cost to make? We need a year first, right? Yeah, I have one written down already. Really? Wow, that was quick. I just just threw it into the wind. I have no fucking idea. Mark Wahlberg, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Fleming, Timothy Oliphant. 
Oh my God. Timothy Spall and Dominic West. Simon's man crushes in this. That's okay, fucking I'm incredible. Ready. And we all like Dominic West as well. Are you guys ready for a year? Dominic West. Oh, McNulty's the fucking shit. A year? Uh, yeah, I have 09. I also have 09. Get the fuck yep. out of here. Release date 2001. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. Ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, then my my budget and shit is just fucking fugazi. You have time to change it right now. No, I'm not. I'm. I stick. Always go with your gut. Where's the dog? Oh, he's asleep on the floor. It's he's way too hot in here. Um. Okay, I'm ready. You go first, Matt. Well, we were equally far apart, but I'll go first. Sure. Uh, I said thirty-four point nine million dollars to make. Just fucking, just leaps and bounds off. And then I said it made one hundred twenty-six point eight. Uh, and I said seventeen million to make sixty-four million at the box office. Simon got it uh, because of the cast. You think this was a successful movie, but it actually cost uh, fifty-seven million to make. Whoa. What the fuck? Whoa! And made nineteen point three million. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Wow! That's one of the biggest flops that's, of all time. That's a huge stinker. That's one of the biggest stinkers we've had but on this here. This is for I translation. Think it's the biggest. No, no, we've had we've one. Had. No, 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 no. Here, I can go back. This has got to be a bigger stinker. Fifty-seven million dollars is with marketing. So that's a full budget because they really tried to sell this movie. It, the uh, budget just for the movie, though, Matt. Uh, silver lining, thirty-eight million. What's BTLC? B T L C. Why would I write down an acronym for that movie? That's Bacon, lettuce, tomato, <laughs> and cheese. Back to the future. No. Oh no, no! I don't know what it is. Anyways, okay. it was a big bomb. Fun, fun movie game. Just like this David Lee Roth episode. No, this episode sucked. That's man. the movie game. Sucked. And can I tell you, there are so many fucking people out in the world. So many singers. So many everything. There. There's no reason for a repeat of David Lee Roth. No. This is getting ridiculous now. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Joe. You can do better. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure, Dave? I mean, are you sure, Joe? Do you think I should come on? No, come on, Dave. We'll have a great time. No, I, I don't know, yeah, Joe. Yeah, how do you think this one worked? Do you think Joe reached out to Dave? Do you think Dave reached out to Joe? Was he selling something? There's two conversations. Oh, he I had wanna, a new song. There's two conversations I want to be able to fly on the wall for. I don't know, Simon. I can't find it. You might be right. It might be the biggest stinker to date. And I thought that's a real big stinker. And I thought it was weird for Joe to go after Bruce Springsteen for I'm on fire. Mm-hmm. We were joking about it if uh her dad, if that was done today, and her dad got the um text message. Mr. Springsteen, what do you think you are gonna do with my daughter? What what does it matter whether I'm home? But I thought Joe was almost trying to cancel Bruce. I didn't get that. Well, there's a couple songs out there. She's on, She was just 17. Young girl, get out of my life. Well, I love use red line. He made a good point, though, David. I think David. DLR. That, um, teenager versus teenager. Well, yeah, if you're writing it from the point of view of a teenager, like yeah. that's your job is to fucking. Oh, I, I think he put it to the bed, and I thought Joe was just trying to find something very. I don't think Joe likes I think Bruce Joe is just much. making a joke and David Lee Roth has zero mm. sense of humor. So it totally missed and came off like you're saying. I mean, if we continue down this path, you never know. In 20 years, Justin Bieber could be canceled for writing baby. You know what I mean? Because they're like, it's disgusting. He's a 40 year old man. I was just so used to hearing David Lee. Ro well, that doesn't make laugh. any sense. 
I'm just saying it's pretty much I the same thing. If funny. Bruce Springsteen writes the writes this song about a 17 year old when he's 20, no, but he didn't write it when he was 20. He wrote it when he was 40, and he's 70 now. But still, like, why can't he put himself into? He the wasn't eyes the of soldier. A he wasn't anything. He's not a baseball player yes. or a f- whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm just saying. Imagine if he had written it when he was 20. We're at the well, point now where that's a whole where, different story. Yes. Like, that's not what Joe is arguing, though. Either way, Joe shouldn't be trying to cancel anyone. Agreed. Which no I one don't, should. Which I don't think he was doing. I think Kamara's yeah, really wrong into that. Uh, I think he was trying to make a joke that got lost, and David Lee Roth made it seem like Joe was trying to like do something. Like I said, it's because David Lee Roth is so used to laughing at himself. Mm-hmm. The, the thing sounded like it fell dead. His podcast must be terrible. He stopped doing it. Thank God. It, it, was, it was painful. I, try, I really tried. I really gave him a lot of time, which I, I can't get back. Simon 2.0. No, d- never laughs at himself. Stoic. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how long that lasts. That's all my stuff for David Lee Roth. Good, good. Rate it. Uh, I give it a one. It was, it was unlistable. I give it a 0. 0.5. The lowest possible rating on my scale. And I give it a 0. 0.75. It was terrible. This guy was terrible. And this should be the last time we ever hear from him on JRE. Yeah, fuck this episode. Uh, That being said, we are going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill and we'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, Do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, Uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, It's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. Uh, You can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours, So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, This is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, As well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, We know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, No one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, They may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for. So that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, They offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, Anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it, that's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, Anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, The website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, They have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, 
com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. Thank you to BetterHelp. And maybe Potstickers? I think it's just BetterHelp this week. Well, how apropos for this next podcast. Review. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Yes. Go check out BetterHelp. Don't forget On It, too. If you're in the States, we have a bunch of free On It trials. If you Why? Want. Who's in the next podcast? Maps. 1661. Maps. Rick Doblin. Dick Doblin, Which as you want. Sounds to. like a goblin. Well, it's not. But that'd be the best. If his name was Dick Goblin in high school. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be a Dick, tough ride. Dick Goblin. <laughs> Richard, but, Richard Goblin. <laughs> but unfortunately, we're stuck with Rick Doblin. Oh, my God. But he should change the name so, to Dick just to be fun. so funny, Dick Goblin. <laughs> 67 years old. That's going to be my new, if I ever get famous and I like want to hide my identity at a restaurant. You're or checking hotel. into the hotel. Yeah. yeah Richard Goblin. Richard Goblin. <laughs> you can call me Dick. <laughs> founder of Maps. Now this is the value of Joe uh, Rogan. I mean, he's not the founder of Maps. It's you know, kind of no, weird. Right? He is. He is. No, because Matt, he got Maps from somewhere and then like brought it. That's right. No, it's not what I understand. I think he founded it. Okay, sure. And um, because of Joe Rogan's pull, he's able to get straight from the source. He'll be able to get MDMA straight from the source. That is correct. This guy has the best stuff in the world. Well, he's going to have a six-year uh, window in which to sell it when nobody else can. That's what was so interesting about this podcast. Dude, this guy got a kilo of the best MDMA in the world. <laughs> you know how much that fucking street value is? Because you could cut it. With fentanyl. Okay, First sure. of all, MAPS is not cutting their fucking yes. MDMA with fentanyl. I do have to say, though, the one thing that bothered me about this podcast, and it was probably the only thing, is just that, like, there's people all over the states locked up for this shit, and they're currently, like, trialing it on cops and, and soldiers, and it's like, we got to choose a lane here. Either it's a horrible thing that's illegal, and we're going to lock people up for it, or it has, you know what I mean? Like, and I get it. We're in this gray area right now where we're coming around, but I don't know. I thought it's about, just crazy that a cop is getting MDMA treatment and then still simultaneously probably locking for people it. up. For, yeah, it just seems odd. I realize that we are in this, like before 69 or whatever, when Nixon busted all this stuff, that, that was a golden age yeah. of psychedelics. Yeah. Bad and, and now we're been in the dark ages and like five years from now, or whatever this guy's timeline was, it's going to be enlightened again. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, that's a hope. I mean, it feels that's like we're idea. coming along. Yeah. There's no way every prisoner should get this treatment. Every inmate. I, even though it's, it's ironic that someone's in there for it, whether it be... Um, well, if we're actually trying to help people, then yeah, they should. If we're trying to rehabilitate rehabilitation, people, yes. To, Every prisoner, obviously, or not obviously, but has some sort of PTSD, which probably made them cause a crime that got them in there. Like, this should be a, a no-brainer for... Not only a no-brainer, but, like, think about what they're saying. If, if they're correct and they can regrow neural pathways and things like that, that is such a huge fucking deal. Well, and what have we been doing for the last 60 years? If well, no, prisons the, for um, this is what rehabilitation. I, this is what I forget. Just the, re yes, totally. But just on a bigger scale than that. Like, this is, it's so huge. But again, Simon, be, too, like when I say what have we been doing for 60 years? I mean, like, if you think of all the technological, technological breakthroughs we've had in 60 years, if they had been working on this 
in tandem. Yeah. We could be fucking, we could be and, moving. And the same we with could be, marijuana. We could have built 10 more pyramids with our minds. Exactly. And the same with marijuana. Well, weed's a fucking no-brainer. I mean. No, but again, same thing. Like, what have we been doing for the past 60 years? They could have been running the research on it at this point. Imagine where we'd be with the, with the psilocybin, with the, dude, people would be, we'd be living a much happier existence. There's no doubt about that. More mm-hmm. peaceful too, I think. And that just doesn't jive with let's, like, uh, what I was people say is, who want your um, souls. But what I was going to say is that also sounds like a lot less people locked up. Yeah. In North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't jive with these private prison systems. And it all comes back to like the people who are holding these things up are holding it up for reasons that are so, um, what's the word? Self-serving, right? Like I have to stop... Um, I have to stop marijuana from getting legalized because I personally make a lot of money off people being in prison. That one person who gains that little bit of money is setting back humanity by yeah. Well, the like con- these are big things, man. And no, anyways, the no, conspiracy-minded person it. would go so far to say that uh, they realize if. They did this for everyone. Everyone realized that the whole system is full of shit, and this you guys are full of shit. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> uh, what we said, um, when they discovered mushrooms in 1950, Gordon Wasson, who was a... This is interesting. He was a public relations for J.P. Morgan. That's okay. never good. So he's with a bank. Yeah. <laughs> and Doblin said he found it as he was with a CIA agent by happenstance, which led to MK Ultra. Sorry, can you go backwards there for a sec? I'm not understanding what you're saying. When they discovered mushrooms, he was saying that it was a JP Morgan. Mushrooms were around thousands of years ago to to what we know. And then again, it appears it was a dark ages. And then they heard about these tribes or peyote, whatever found them. And he was with the CIA agent when he found the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Listen, we know we, I, I, I ought to just let Simon take a Simon second here. Simon 2.0 yeah. because I don't Drop want to knowledge. talk about the CIA, but we know that there's a group of people out there <laughs> who were using psychedelics to do some pretty wonky things a la Manson. Manson. And more than that, like, um, look back at a lot of those serial killers. Like Son of Sam, like that whole, did you watch that? Uh, you both did. Sons. I didn't know. He, oh, you he didn't. Did. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, and I know you don't probably have the answer, but let's just play this. Let's play this out. So does the CIA figure out that all these psychedelics have positive properties and are then trying to smear them? Or have they not figured that out yet? Like, this is my question to you. Like, what do you think in your, in your if you're a young CIA agent trying to make your druthers, well, I don't know what those young CIA agents know, but the group that, because the CIA is just, it's a name that we give to. I understand. Like, I, there's obviously a, a real CIA out there who's doing things. I don't know what those things are, but there's a group of people who transfer with power through administrations and through time, presumably. And these guys are like, 
that dark arm, that's what I'm alluding to. I think, I don't know what you call them. Sure, but my point is, is does that dark arm of the CIA or whatever the fuck you want to call them. They know the benefits of mushrooms. And they're trying to smear it out of fear of enlightenment or... Yeah, I would imagine, like Kamar was saying earlier, if you have enough people having these, like, uh, awakenings, eventually they're going to see through your bullshit. I think and we're living in a society where, like, there's a very thin layer of bullshit, you know? And if you can see through that... Yeah, my question is this. So, like, let's say you do a ton of mushrooms, a bunch. Like, are you all of a sudden just going to walk out into the woods and give up on society and, like, all the... Because that's... No, but maybe you start questioning a little more. Like, maybe... Look, most people don't vote, right? Like, that's just the fact. They... 50%, They like that. listen to things on the... About all the things that can happen, and then they just don't do it. Maybe if you get enough people who are, like you know, actually thinking for a change that people are going to get out there and try and make a difference. And I don't mean make a difference, like save the world. I mean, make a difference. Like they want their voice to count for something or see the news for the bullshit. It is that too, all that stuff. Yeah. I just, my problem is like, if you're David Lee Roth for who he is, my problem with the argument though, is if you're the CIA, you control the two parties anyway. Right. So you don't even need to like, if everyone's enlightened, you still only have two choices. You have a or B. And if we control A or B, then what does it matter if you're enlightened? I just think the mission of the CIA is to persuade. I, I agree with like that. Persuade yeah. us, persuade Chinese, persuade whoever they want. And I think that they see these chemicals as tools to persuade and they want them or want them to themselves. Because obviously they've done this research that this guy could have added to with maps, right? The knowledge they must know that they'll never reveal, I guess. I imagine, and just to answer your previous question, Addy, I imagine like... You know, there are guys in this branch who are um, getting their information maybe passed down to them from previous generations and they're trying the stuff out for themselves. And then they're like, oh, shit, this is perfect. We're going to use this to Manchurian candidate a bunch of people or whatever, you know, and then they use it to their own benefit. But there probably was like a concerted effort to keep this stuff out of the lexicon fair enough i, I mean just, we we know there was right like we see it right in front of I, us i know that we know there was but that's why i'm asking and i know we don't have the answer either but i'm i'm just trying to you know what what would your be your good hypothesis is my question like and you kind of answered it there but that's it is do they know it's because there has to be something nefarious right that they're trying to keep away from us yeah like yeah. it's like my you I've always I've had this argument with you before where like is the CIA actually in all their in all their tomfoolery protecting us or is it just a fucking sham yeah, where no, we No, I, I mean I think it's pretty obvious when you look at the things that they focus their attention on that they're trying to keep some pretty good shit from you, you know what I mean? Like look. <laughs> are they are is is the I guess your question is 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 the CIA's um plan to keep people from having a good time no well, that's probably not what they're no doing. i don't think it's that i'm just saying like do you think like what exactly is behind it because it's not just like oh we just can't let them be enlightened i don't because i they, think it, it's twofold i think they use it for their own devices to you know because they ran tests on that shit the same way they did with esp and remote viewing and then they like I imagine that stuff, the ability to use your mind to move rocks or to 
see things in the future or whatever, if those things do exist and they were using them in like ancient times. Yeah. And it, they were like, you know, translating that forward. The CIA would have the knowledge of that going in. That's, that's what I'm saying, I guess. Fair enough. And then they decide how they're going to use it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's to not expose them and their, which does go. We've seen enough movies where they show the CIA's complicit, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, what was the Tom Cruise one? American about the smuggler, but they should, this, there's oh, always yeah, a CIA yeah. guy with a beard and glass. Like, I know this is what you want to do, but this is what we have to do. Well, and that's why I imagine that like <laughs> the group that actually runs shit behind the scenes doesn't give a fuck that people think that the CIA is full of bad people. You, you know what I mean? They just don't care. Well, because, because they're getting a faceless their, organization. This it's is what like, I'm saying. Like behind the scenes, they're getting their ways. So what does it matter? They just have to maintain like enough, um, keep enough people in the dark and they're fine. Which is most people because most people don't do the psychedelics, Matt. It's I, all yeah. coming full okay, circle here. Great. I thought it was interesting when he started off talking about how his DM, DMT trip, he realized that everyone has the ability to be a Hitler. Like we, are, we are all... We all have what, it what in I said, us. But everything is the same. Like you are Hitler, I'm Hitler, I'm Simon. Like... If you look at the connection of molecular like makeup, right? The same thing that made this planet meets. I know, I know, I know. I mean, I just don't like. I don't really get it. Maybe I haven't done enough um, DMT or um, if dinosaurs if dinosaurs existed, you're from the same matter that they came. They were here. They were. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I get that. We're We're the same. Like we came to from the same matter, but we're not the same. No, not literally. But he's just saying. I came from the same place Hitler came from. Like it's all possible. No. I think you should have some humility in that you could have ended up being Hitler, maybe. Yeah, but okay. So sorry. Are you, is are there a lot of? Are you denying the fact that you could be evil? No, I no. No, neither am I. Everyone has evil in them. I, I don't think. think it occurs to people, but it, when you do some heavy psychedelics, you see everything like almost as if you're looking down on it as an out of body experience. It was just interesting because this guy's selling the proponents and the positivity of all this stuff. And he still brings up the story almost as a, a warning or a forethought. The point I think he said he's he attributed to um, Einstein, but I don't think it was Einstein, is that technology has outgrown humanity. Yeah. And now because we're losing our humanity, we need psychedelics to wrangle us back in and actually see what's important. It's almost like it's meant to be, but it's just a real roundabout way that we've had to get here. And we're not really getting there. That's well, the problem. I thought from listening to this, he explained in you know real good detail why it isn't overnight flip the switch. Okay, now you can go to Shoppers Drug Market and get LSD or whatever. All this stuff has to be approved. They are doing the tests. Well, the most important part I thought was like, you have to train the people who are then going to administer these drugs. Like it's not enough to just legalize you. Like that's what they're doing, right? They're training all these people to... Well, from this episode, I've decided this is what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to be an MDMA therapist. You want to be an MDMA therapist? Why not? I couldn't think of anything cooler. Well, you, okay, sorry. I mean, 
it's 10 years away before they're going to need therapists. So the, now's the time. So I have time to do it. And could you imagine anything cooler than doing day to day? Going, helping someone work through some serious shit. You know what I mean? Like as it, as an interesting, what to do to pass your time. It sure sounds more interesting painting and easier on the body. I wonder if they're just taking anybody off the street to be these therapists or you have to have like a background no, in I, like psychology or psychiatry or some other. See, that's the thing about therapists. I don't think you have to be a doctor, but I still think it would take two to three years of schooling or whatever to get a position to be um, eligible. By a therapist, I don't think you need any. There'll be um, no. I I'd be you know interested I mean? to know what the qualifications are to be one of these uh, shamans. Like our psych psychologists aren't doctors. First of all, the government will give you a fucking ton of money if you want to go back to school for something. But this seems really interesting and on the ground floor sort of thing. And something I could do into my seventies is an interest is get up every morning and go help people through traumatic stuff. That sounds interesting and doable and then get a discount on all your um trips well i thought it was interesting how he says that uh the more you do it the less it like there's a sweet spot for doing mdma i think well that sweet spot i think is like 40 plus times i mean so i'm on, I'm on the outside now you know what i mean like you've done it more than 40 times you've done not like real mdma though. in a year okay no maybe not in a year maybe in two years there was a time when I was working at the comic club where I worked with this university kid and he just had piles of it. Never done it. But I was Me doing Shirley. I was doing Shirley recreationally and um, maybe irresponsibly to some. Because like he said, there's no bad drugs. There's just bad uses of yeah. the drugs. Yeah, that's very interesting. Where it's it, the, the dose, the, the situation and, and whatever. You know what I mean? Everything has a reason but we just, our humanity causes us to abuse stuff. Well, not even abuse it. Like he's, he brought up thalidomide, which he was like, we realized caused like deformities in babies. But after, you know, after a lot of tests and figuring it out, we realized that we can still use it in certain cases. We just can't use it with certain people. So, well, and that's why his uh, description of like, if you have a hammer, you can hit yourself in the balls or whatever. That's really true because anything like you can make coffee it has bad. a use you and can, an abuse no no i'm saying like any pick pick anything you like hey you can, you do can it poorly. make that bad because yeah. you do it too much that's just that's how it works yeah so you guys would like to work for maps right well i would because i like their policy Smokeable on getting high tasks. at work that is interesting we got to come up with some ideas everyone get really high come by the office in 15 minutes i mean i've 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 said this for the last like 10 or 15 years. I just don't understand why you can't get a little high at work. Depending on what you do, of course. Like if you're operating heavy machinery near Probably people. Don't want yeah. But like if I literally am doing a menial task. Like dude, I worked for the government when I was 19. My job with three other people, no joke, was to put together 40,000 pamphlets and then stuff them in envelopes. And then, Should have given you and a, then sealed a ration them. of marijuana for that. What I'm just saying is like that kind of job, like do you honestly, could, could you ever see a world where you care if that guy's high? I mean, if you can visually see that he's doing the job, like what do you care if it's like a cigarette, like he steps out? I, I don't care. I'm not saying you, I'm just yeah. saying in general, it seems crazy that like we, there's so many shit jobs out there 
where it should almost be encouraged. Like, please get a little high. This is, I think it is now. I think we're getting, I don't know if we're getting there because corporate America is still fucking. We're not, we're not getting there. Even with weed being legalized here, you still have all the same. Um... I mean, listen, it's crazy to me. I've always said, like, if you walk into a head shop that sells pot, what I want behind the counter is some long-haired Spicoli high out of his fucking tree. That's what I want. He's going to give me the shit. He's going to tell me what's up. What? Yeah, they're it, worried about... Anyways, I know, over-serving and all this other crazy shit. All the shit. rules that go along with that you're going to be too high to fucking pay attention I get it, because again, to. they're treating it like booze, which right. is they're using this weird template that yeah. doesn't quite fit. And it just seems, you know, again, I think we will fix this in a lot of time, but... I'm just happy it's legal here. We can't complain. Like there's states and dude, someone posted a photo the other day of a, what was it? Three kilogram, uh, ball of wax. And someone commented below. They were like, I can't imagine the amount of jail time this would get me in my state. And it just shows you where we're at, how crazy it is that like, well, it drives me crazy, crazy when Joe, he actually, uh, mentioned Ottawa by name this week. Oh, oh, insane. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to that. About how little rights we have. Like, we have legal weed. You can't even smoke weed on air without fear of having the fucking feds bust down your door. You know oh, what we'll I mean? Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, because I got a lot so to say about that, too. that's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, man. yeah. I mean, either way. I, like, I, I don't know about you. Well, I know. We don't have private prisons up here. Do they have private prisons in Texas? Save it. Save it for the next one. <laughs> so fuck off. I, I honestly feel like, listen to this guy, we are right at the end and the beginning of a whole new era. Like, Yeah, I totally agree, Kamar. Well, I was frustrated that he's saying he needs to raise $150 million. Like, Shouldn't Bill Gates throw $150 million that yep, way? They should. Like with, a, with an arm's length so he has nothing to do with it? Like... I mean, I can think of a million places that should throw. Thank you. I, the problem is, is he was talking about the VA. The VA is one of the most criminally underfunded things in the States. The Veterans Affairs Office. It's supposed oh my to God. But did you hear the number he threw out of how much they pay at VA a year? It's like $7 billion. Yeah, but something. they don't do shit. That's no, the point. I, I'm like, just saying that's a, that's a crazy amount of money. It should be triple that. I guess. Well, I mean, listen, if you're sending all these people to war, when they come back, they have to be taken oh, care no, of. Oh, I, no, I agree. You know my... Uh, and then once you get everyone on psychedelics, no one will join the army. Well, that could be another thing, well, yeah. If everybody was on psychedelics, there nobody would want to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that too. So, but well, I think that's what he's saying is like, if all of a sudden the U.S. becomes this enlightened fucking place where everyone's just high on psychedelics russia is just going to be like yeah. guess what we're, we're washing our balls with ice water over here um they uh he's a, they're about to make a lot of money though because once this does go through and they do start having these clinics and then they can only buy for six years from like that's it's a monopoly kevin o'leary was on bloomberg the other day saying he thinks that the psychedelic market is going to um, dwarf the marijuana market. Like, it's going to make the marijuana market look fucking piddly compared well, to it. He's probably saying he's that probably because deeply he's invested deep as well. in, yeah, uh, but, in China. But he's got Elon a point. Musk this he's thing. got a point, though, because if, you know, weed, like... It's bigger, man. It's, I agree. It could be bigger. The difference is I feel like the taboo on psychedelics is even more than the taboo on marijuana, and it takes so long to get through that, even in the legal market. That. I mean, I feel like all it takes is proof. If you have a bunch of like veterans that have crippling PTSD and they all start coming forward saying MDMA therapy, ketamine therapy, uh, uh, psilocybin therapy, 
fixed me, they're going to tell all their, like, yeah, but it doesn't take, be, there'll be groups of people making sure that that message never gets out there because you know, well, the lobbyists is the real problem. Drugs well, I was going to say are, Pfizer is the real problem. Cause yeah. they're going to, they're going to be like, no, 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 listen, we have this an antidepressant that'll do just what this is doing. This is it. Yeah. Well, and, he, he also said they fucked up with Oxycontin. So they're gun shy about getting into this now. Well, yeah. I mean, Oxycontin was a disaster in the state. But they should think the total opposite. Like, this is a priority to make right it's what we've true. done that wrong. It's true. That thinking is like the nuclear thinking, you know? Oh, we had one bad meltdown, so we're not going to use nuclear energy anymore? No, you had one bad meltdown, so you're going to make damn well sure that you put the infrastructure in that that never happens again. Well, but we realized it wasn't best. one bad meltdown, though. It was because of incompetence, though. It was like... But what about Japan? Same thing. These aren't these Three Mile are, Island. These, but these, this is what I'm saying is we can't be trusted with that kind of. It seems as though we can't be trusted with that kind of technology. I just think that we're just like everything else that humans do. When we put our minds to it, they do it. This one, they just said no. In this case, it's too. And again, it probably had something to do with other lobbying groups that wanted another type of energy and more. And this was a perfect way for them to say, don't use that, this renewable energy. Yeah. I mean, listen, I just Chernobyl, we were literally one inch away from, oh, from yeah. end of days. Totally. That's it. Totally. What if I told you though, Matt, just hear me out. What if I told you like Chernobyl happened, but it happened because, um, the people who own the oil conglomerates wanted only their, product to be the energy. So they created these scenarios in which everybody said, Oh, of course we can't do that anymore because for the exact reasons you're saying, and then we end up exactly where we are today. Had we done the opposite and said, look, we need to keep working with this energy because it's renewable. And because that way we're not going to sacrifice the rest of our planet. We're just going to make sure that we do this uber safe. Here's my thing. You guys are the ones that argue like the technology back then, there's no way they sent a man to the moon. You know what I mean? So the way I look at it is we didn't have the technology back then to be dealing with that kind of shit. And I think maybe now, maybe now we've caught up. Sure. So they should have shelved it and been like, listen, down the road, once we're 100% that we can't fail or fuck up, then we implement this properly. Maybe I'm there with you, but that's sort of what they did with this second okay. program. I, I don't hate that. Right. It was going out hard in the 60s and they shelved it and now we're here. Yeah, but they shelved it for no reason. Well, that's the big problem. Is it? it we it, were ready to deal with that. Yeah. I there guess wasn't it was their uh, propaganda that it was making people go insane and stuff. Yeah, the same way they propagized against... Uh, propagized, is that even a word? I don't know. Propagated like against uh, marijuana uh, with the reefer madness and the, the same, fucking... Same. Uh, yeah, black guys are going to fuck your daughters. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. That was the reefer madness thing. Trust me. Mexicans Black guys get and high and anyways, and they're yeah. gonna rape your daughters. That was again CIA operative. He, just saying. He he contends fourteen years from now you'll be able to go buy LSD, MDMA, whatever you want. That seems too far away, but I'm fine with that. That should be tomorrow. Well, he, but he said oh, it's all the testing, the money. Yeah, yeah the I FDA, get it. The FDA, yeah, making that's the pills. Fine. It was very interesting because I don't know if we talked on air, but just about how you get even edibles. You know what I mean? How you how you can make sure out of a hundred edibles you make, they're all the same dose, and that's a huge process. I think from what I heard, this is the biggest thing: is distilling all these things out. They want to make mushrooms without the hallucinogens. We talked about that. That's great. 
Mushrooms without the hallucinogens. Well, you're just saying some people think hallucinogens are the negative side. Hallucinogens, first of all, only come at like huge doses. So if you're say, microdosing you take, yeah. mushrooms, say, you take a lot. you're only getting like the good focus part of it, let's call it. You're what if you could eliminate the hallucinogen even more and you could do more and you'd feel well, even no, better? Well, no, I'm I with you. That's what they're doing in the cannabis industry, right? Like they're CBD, extracting KMC. all the CBD. I know what Kamar's saying though. Like if you could take mushrooms and just have that DVD vision. Yep. With that, like almost giggly, That's like what the feel microdosing good. is, and and the idea of microdosing is that you're starting with a very low amount, and then you're adjusting as you go. I the come down off mushrooms is that's what I fucking despise. I can't do it. Well, you'll never want to do MDMA. Well, because that's the one thing no one shies around. Is when the you day when, after? when you when you fucking mainline your serotonin, suck it all out. The next day, it doesn't matter who the guy is. But I think if psychologically you know that's going to happen, it's a bit easier to take, but it's the weirdest thing to be, have no emotion or whatever, just be like, and it goes away. It's, it's yeah. never stuck, but it really is the worst feeling after. It's never stuck, Kamar's just this emotionless fucking void. But I, I've, I've tried to articulate it, like it was the hardest to do stand-up comedy. Like I had no... The well, it's because you gave it all the night before. I gave like, it all the night before yeah. and... You just had nothing left. But, but you think, I'll just... Yeah, I'll suck just it up. that good old rally yeah. and you, you... There's nothing to draw upon. I, I just thought it was super, super interesting. So, I mean, doing it and knowing you need at least that day after to recover, I see it coming. Because sometimes mushrooms I can get away with. You just start yawning a lot or whatever. See, this is where I'm a hypocrite, though, because like then when Joe was like, what about booze at work? And he was like, listen, I mean, in moderation, if that's what you need, I was like, well, that's kind of where I draw the line. Like if I owned a business, I'd be like, listen, you want to take a toot of a joint or go nuts. Um, but, well, that's like, the problem with the weed, too, is like, where do you draw the line? Everybody's different. One toot affects this person one way and another toot affects somebody totally different, you know? Yeah, but I mean, we live in a world where you can simply if someone gets too high, then you go up to them, you go, listen you have to dial it back. You can't be like this at work. And then if they continue like that, then you fire them and you find something. You know what I mean? Most people are going to find their spot or they're not going to do it. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I get why for the same reason you wouldn't want people drunk at work. You wouldn't want people high at work. Simon, I've been around you. You're not different high at all. I dude, I'm not saying for everybody, you know what? I'm probably better stone than I am sober. I probably haven't seen you sober in five years. Yeah, I, I mean, probably not. Well, no, in <laughs> sober makes it sound like sober, like you were inebriated. I mean, just not high. I I don't know if I've ever seen you not high. That's what I'm saying. And of again, course you have. And I get what you're saying. Not yes, in the you recent. Can't, not in the recent. Everyone's different. I understand, but I'm just saying is I think most people are pretty responsible at work at a certain age. You know, young people are a little bit different, but most people are. They do show up to work to put in their eight hours. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. I just think that. Because there are so many fucking variables in people, that's why people don't do that. That's, it's like I think it's coming though. I do. I truly do. Self-driving cars, like the real self-driving cars, we've talked about this, is also a different turning point. Because that's part of the reason why you can't just do these things, right? Well, did you not see what Grimes Grimes got lit the fuck up on Twitter this week? She came out and was like, "All my fellow communists, uh, you need to listen to what I'm saying." She wrote this long piece about how AI can bring upon like true communism in the sense that no one has to farm then because AI will just do it all for us. So we don't need forced farming. Everyone can have theirs. 
And then everyone was like, it's ironic that you're talking about communism being married to the fucking richest man on earth. But, but I mean, it is interesting. Like you're right. If once, once we automate a lot of stuff, it's a fucking game changer. P- possibly. I, I don't know what's going to happen with, with this. Like say it all goes wrong. What, the psychedelic yeah. experiment? Like, we all just get enlightened <laughs> and Russia does come right. over? We all find out we did need to hold back. and this Because the, the thing is, he said, is not about uh, just doing this and Bobby Jonkel. The therapy, the hands-on, that's like... Yeah, you can't just do MDMA. Massively and- important for it to be effective. Maybe enough people getting on that, like, right path, let's call it, and that same wavelength, that is the X factor. I... I've said that. I think so. I, I, I think that, that, that that's not out of the realm of possibility. See, this is the thing. Like, I like that they're talking about this and it needs to be spoken about. It needs to be brought to light. My only problem is that some people will listen to this that have drug problems and all they're, all they're going to hear is like, MDMA is going to fix me. I'm going to be okay. Or you know what I mean? Or, or the massive amounts of mushrooms I'm doing. Right? I thought he did a good job. Even, I agree. Even doing the expedition, like someone did better with a placebo. Yeah. So it, 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 sometimes he, it's just in your mind. Yeah. He's adamant that this isn't just that the magic bullet, but just considering that, like I said at the beginning, there was a period before the gray area when Timothy Leary, who we found out through this, he lied about results, which definitely discredited the whole movement. To Nixon make it illegal. To now, it, it's it's going to be. You never know the supersonic. Mark. All that could happen, like all it takes, is one person during a trial to die, and like you said, all of a sudden it's fucking. No, this 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 is this is the chance we take. But I really think, like how Eastwood and Joe were talking about nineteen twenty to twenty twenty, yeah, the changes that's happened, mm-hmm. and it seems like technology sort of not not petering out, but our limitations are. So maybe the next leap has to be. I don't know if it's psychological, but just. Um, I don't know that our limitations are coming. Like again, Elon Musk wants to put a fucking chip in your head so that you have. But cars can't well, go much faster. And maybe faster. that's this is the fight against that. But again, cars can't go much faster. We find out in the next episode that they just broke the like zero to sixty. Well, the car costs two point four million. Uh, but I'm just saying is like they are still pushing that. I mean, but it's getting close to like zero to hundred and a sec- zero. Like, yeah, but you know what? It's like running. Like we always like. Running is one of those things where you're like, oh, well, no one's going to break the 100 meter in this time. And then someone breaks it by a fraction of a second. And then everyone's like, uh, no one's going to run the 100 meters in five seconds ever. But again, as you, entertaining but, that would be. But here, but you're an X Factor guy and you don't know that. Like, we can't say for sure with, definitively uh, with in 100 years. Becoming a cyborg? No, I don't think it's possible. Elon will probably fight the psychedelics, though, because it's in his best interest for people to not get enlightened and to put the chip into their neck. No, I'm being serious. I'm being very serious. He'll be one of those roadblocks to this happening. And a lot of people will be right. Like there's a lot of people who probably don't want. Can we call him Captain Cum Rocket from now on? Sure. (laughs) Till the, till the next bungle. Till the next bungle. I just, I just, I'm so on your boat now with Elon. I'm I'm sorry. I I think it's a no brainer, man. I believe it was me. A year and a half ago that was like i'm not sold on this guy i think he's a swindler i believe it was you as well and i it would it'd be super interesting if he if he came out and poo-pooed psychedelics or anything well we'll see who comes out and poo-poos the psychedelics because that'll give you a real clear picture of the landscape 
Because the problem, though, is you have right wing people like Dan Crenshaw on board. So it's tough for people to poo poo it when both sides. Well, let's find out, man, because somebody's going to want to put a stop to this. I you agree. know who it's going to be. It's going to be the drug companies and of who's going to yeah. back those drug companies. And this is going to be that clear divide, I think, of. Uh... I mean, again, we three years ago, we would have said the same thing about weed. And like right now, I'm convinced that in the next five years, it will be legal federally in the States. Yeah, I mean, it can't be that much longer there. Again, we'll see who and what puts up uh, a real fight. I mean, I imagine a lot of Republican states will fight it, but if they make it legal federally, there's not really much you can do. That's all. You can secede if you're Texas. Yeah, they won't do that over weed. My biggest problem with the Neuralink is I was thinking is that, like, you know, with your phone, you got a terms of service. Now, have you noticed with apps, they'll say, you can decline the tracking, tracking or whatever. Yeah. You can't do that with your brain. Well, yeah. This, only, only contact to read this part of my brain. Because we don't even know what we're dealing with. So the data that if he starts put on Neuralinks, he'd have access to is just inhuman. I mean, yes and no, because you never know. Maybe it's limited to your own memory. As in, maybe all your memories, maybe the whole 38 years I've lived isn't actually up there. It's really only what I've retained. Or, or like something in my brain that I don't want anyone ever to know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, totally. You don't want your darkest secret. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, listen, we know he's that- He's going to inject chips into people's necks and then all of a sudden people are going to get convicted of crimes because he's pre-cogging. Oh, it's Minority it Report. It sounds yeah. like a Black Mirror episode. Oh, it's Minority Report. You said pre-cog too. It's, that's the fucking shit for Minority Report. Mm. The strangest thing I've noticed is, do you remember if someone told you they did ketamine you were like, oh- <laughs> Dude, my ex-girlfriend so, used to do ketamine I'm, I'm all sorry the time. I'm sorry to hear that. Like, it's, it's but a, she did like stupid, like she'd go into K-holes. Remember hearing about yeah, those? You yes. Would, all, you would say, yeah, horse tranquilizers. Look at this fucking reject. All, all, these, all these things. I would. I, I never heard someone doing ketamine. And like, we got our hands on ketamine. Like, oh, my condolences. Like, I hope you get help with that. And it turns out maybe, again, they were abusing it. Your girl, This girl was abusing or whatever. Oh, she was for sure. But it is. It's more therapeutic than it is bad. Well, just the the. I but think again, if you Theo do Bond it is, I, 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 in I a know, therapeutic setting, yeah, I, I never thought this, but this guy talks about. It. Everyone talks about it. But that's I, not how you get the kids. Do you know what I mean? You're not like, um, oh, do these mushrooms. You're gonna have like a, a self reflection, and it's no. gonna be great. No, you're like, you're gonna hallucinate green elves. You know, that's it's the same with the. But I think what uh, ketamine helps do is sort of reinforce that idea that your thoughts are not you. But you sit there and you see all this stuff and there's someone there with you, make you realize I'm making all this up. You, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when you do a drug that makes you float outside of your body and you start looking down at yourself. And I know that's really literal, but that's like, that's the first step, right? In actually looking down at yourself. Because you have no choice. Because you're raised above your body. But the key it's is the someone, perspective it puts. Someone's in. there acknowledging you, validating you, and telling you it's not real or whatever. Well, yeah. It's the problem is when it gets too scary to function. Because some scary is good, right? When you're tripping, it adds adversity and that helps you to like get where you're going. But if it becomes too much, like a really bad trip, you've ever really had a bad trip? But he explained that. No, I know. I know. I realize that more than I ever knew before we've ever had the term bad trip, or whatever. Like you saying, some people do it and all of a sudden 
we bring up uh, a traumatic a sexual assault or something and it's like and that's the bad trip but he's also saying that is a sweet point to punch through mm-hmm. or you shy away from well it. right if you're afraid of spiders and all of a sudden you're seeing giant spiders well this is what i was trying to get at is at that point you have a decision right you're either going to like fight or flight curl up in a ball and have a really bad trip or you're going to face your spiders and that come out the other side. And this is why the therapist is like as important as the chemical. That's right. And that's why this guy's whole thing with it, including the therapy in it, like it's not enough to just put this drug out on the market. It has to come with a doctor that yeah. goes with it. Well, he touched my soul and I couldn't think of anything better to devote my life to be doing. And I think I have a wealth of, I don't have the schooling, but a wealth of experience with people and stuff that I could be an effective therapist. Simon 2.0, you want to take a minute there? Um, yeah, I could see Kamar being an okay therapist. I think the most important thing for a therapist is you got to be like true to yourself. So if you're like hiding things from yourself, then you probably won't be effective in helping other people. Like I'm sure you learned that, you know, the course and find out you're yeah, not, well, not that's, good at it. That's just it. You get a discount on the. On the your trials. own therapy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you don't get you on your therapy. I thought there was else. no reason for Joe to bring up the jujitsu marijuana thing. Like we were going so good and then he just had to include it somehow. <laughs> well, whatever. well, he was pointing out that it can help you. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was just yep. his, his uh, way of pulling fighting into it. Well, but again, you never like until Joe mentioned that, I never would have thought in my life that there was a jujitsu tournament or a grappling tournament where you actively got high, like as you rolled. I just never would have we, thought. We knew about it. I know we knew about it. I knew about it too. I'm just saying previous to Joe mentioning it the first time he mm. mentioned it, you never would have thought that was a thing. No, yeah. But not to learn. What do you mean? So you, you, if you're learning stuff, you don't smoke on jujitsu. It's only practicing the stuff you learned. I thought it was a very interesting distinction as well. I mean, I think everyone's different. For Joe, that might be the case. He's my only example. Oh, fair enough. Any jujitsu here? Sorry? Any jujitsu here? I you used here? to do jujitsu. Well, you know this, man. Were you yeah, better, Simon mentioned. Were you better stoned or sober? Fuck. I only got through like two classes of the skipping, and there wasn't a whole lot of... Uh, That's how they weed you out. Yeah, it's did they, the skipping. Did they take your white belt away from you when you're leaving? Uh, Leave no, it at the door. you get to keep the white belt. Well, you paid for it, so yeah. Yeah, and your gi. That's why they know the white belt means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Because it's free. <laughs> the oh, first no. black stripe, though, that... Picturing that you in a gi is just fucking priceless. There were no gis, Matt. You wore, like, shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, even better. Yeah. And there was no you belts. And... <laughs> no this, belts? This, nope. uh, this podcast inspired me. I clearly did, I yeah. I wish you luck in your... life uh, to do. I wish you luck in your... And uh, there's a lot of numbers going around, and it should... It should be like the money raised by now. If this is really something you want to do, you should start doing it right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I yeah, can't go get a grant. Go get a grant from the government. No, I, I already applied at MAPS. You already applied at MAPS? Yeah. As you were saying, and I went into it. Okay. But I meant if you want to be a psychologist first, you might want to go get a government well, grant and go back to school. I just want to be a therapist. To. Maybe you just have to be some schmuck off the street. I know a comedian friend who's a therapist who is a psychologist. If they're training you, who knows, man? 
It's virtual trading. Maybe it's better not to have a person who's like saddled down with well, he uh, also said, Rockefeller medicine, you if, know? If, if you read the MAPS thing, it's two therapists. Right now you need two therapists and a doctor on site. They move to get that change, but you, you still, it's, it's a two person thing. To teach you? No, to, to, to treat a person. Mm. I, I wonder if it's like, so you can have a good cop, bad cop or something. But he was like sort of adamant, it's good to have a man and a woman there. Like two therapists. Which, which I think is super interesting. So if I could be the um, B therapist and the A therapist, like we said, this is 10 years away, so I have time to get myself a position. But I don't think I have to go to like medical school for 10 years. No, I, I would have to take it seriously. I don't think you have to go to medical school. No, or I, I'll do it I on the wonder. black market. Well, you applied. You didn't notice whether you needed any um, prerequisites? No, it asked for a CV and a description of yourself. I kill people. My name's Kamar. I paint houses. Yeah, that's what I said. But in, in any ways, it's not like this is something like I got to get it done in six months or all the jobs are be gone. But this is a a realistic. I don't want to say noble, but something like you asked me on a day, what are you going to do for us life? I have no idea. You know, obviously, I'd love to tour as a comedian. But as um, David Lee Ross said, he said the best performances are when you're in Vegas or whatever. You know what I mean? As you get older, the body does not want to travel city to city anymore. So that seems to me, the older I get, a tortured existence. Just scraping by to live out of hotels. Whereas if I was doing something rewarding, I could do that once in a while or not even. But this just seems realistic, you know what I mean? Like what, if you could have a career, what would you do? A bookie? You a bookie? No. I'm doing an example... Obviously, that's not the... Kamar, if I knew what I wanted as a career, I'd be doing it. Mm -hmm. You'd like to be an artist? He is an artist. He just doesn't to get support paid. His, he just to doesn't support get paid his family so. with his art. This, this is what I'm, it, it, no. it's, it's, it's something that you're passionate about doing that you can get paid for. Is I mean, he could spot. be supporting his family with I'm his art, but he's a pussy. I'm pretty passionate about what I'm doing. I'm a lucky guy. Professional gamer? Uh, for I mean, listen. If if I had a big enough following where people were gonna watch me every day and I could just do that, yes, for sure. There it is. Why not? Five professional years. podcaster. Five years. Five I mean, listen. If we if if our numbers were going up and not down, uh, and we got like a big following, yeah, and I could turn this into a job for sure. Um, but I don't think any of those are gonna happen. One hundred percent. So when I close my eyes, I go, I could paint for the next fifteen years. Although my exit is 50. I don't think my body can take these ladders anymore. I almost fell off the ladder the other day. In front of people. Can I tell you, my um, brother-in-law's brother was cleaning his, his gutters, fell off the ladder, and is now paralyzed. Oh, This shit just happens. You oh. know what I mean? And it happens a lot more when you put yourself in positions... To make these things happen. We got busted by the ministry for the ladders. Interesting. We had to do a whole bunch of stuff. Well, now that you have a purpose, hopefully you'll be more careful on the ladders. Oh, yeah. Falling off a ladder and being paralyzed is not cool. No. no. And no. it's one thing when you're 10 feet up, but when you're 32 feet up, it's... Yeah. You sort of forget for a second. Anyways, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. No shit. But being a therapist or some sort of way to help people and talk to people, obviously podcasting would be the greatest thing. 
look at the numbers. I don't think I can retire on this. Maybe there's some meld you could do where you interview people on ketamine on the podcast. Dude, speaking of Down salaries, I was... I watch a lot of soccer and they were talking in soccer. They always break down their salaries in weeks. Cause you never know we're going to be the next week. Well, no, they just like, so they were like, this guy's going to get uh, potentially 8 million euro salary. And they're like, that's 300,000 euros a week. And when you break it down like that, cause I guess you never think about it. Like I always in my, when I was young, I always thought like when an NHL player signed for like $10 million a year, they just got $10 million at like the beginning of the year. No, no. And that was it. No, they get like a, a, a paycheck every two weeks. So when you break that down, the fact that like these soccer guys are playing once a week, Dude, that means that like each kick is worth yeah, but 100 it, grand. It, it, it's the same. They train a lot too it's, and like the exact, workouts. It's the exact same thing. The travel. Um, bullshit. You don't get paid to do comedy. You know, you get paid to travel. But you also didn't get paid for those 15 years of humiliating and grinding it out. Yeah. And so all that time... They played soccer non-professionally. Is fact. That's the that. same with fucking anything. You don't just become the best and get paid. You know what I mean? No, but like, his. I get what he's saying. He's like, for everyone that makes school, you come out. You're a doctor. He's saying for everyone yeah, that makes three hundred years, you got to pay for medical school. He's hmm. just saying anyone that does something. If you're making fucking eight million dollars a year playing soccer, you probably gave up a lot of your childhood to. Social early media. Social and, media stars are the one anomaly. Because they just didn't, like TikTok they just didn't do shit. Well, no, there's there are a lot of YouTubers that if you look back, did do a lot yeah, of shit. Yeah, they grinded their ass off. Grinded yeah. their ass off. But this TikTok is a very uh, good anomaly where people just become. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe, just to bring this all full circle, maybe the um, psilocybin and those drugs and the rise of that is the fight, the force we need to counteract everything that's going on on the other side with, you know. I would agree that 100%. The grossness of what our society is becoming. Because I cannot care Holy about shit. looking at my phone on mushrooms. Oh, that's interesting. Like you just, it's like, it's just, what, what is, the, is, you can feel it curating your thoughts. Or, or see, like, when you're just like, the trees are diamonds and this, you know what I mean? Like that the, should be the very first the, course of the MDMA therapy. The they smartphone becomes so uninteresting phone. on psychedelics. I find. Well, yeah. Cause your mind is fucking, it's going. And yeah. this is, this is like a, a, a leash that's putting on your you brain. You see through the veil. Ow. That's the 100%. thing. 100%. That, uh, dude, it's so bad. Um, you see through the veil and that thing is like a veil making machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's you heard like, it here. Matt. It's, it's like the uh, in The Shining. You know, he sees a hot girl, but he gets closer. He sees a She's zombie. An old lady. When you're bored and not on anything, this is like my information, my entertainment. But when you're like in the zone, this is like, why am I looking at this? this well, it's the same reason you don't need that when you're out in nature. Well, you, especially when you're outside, you don't need to know what the weather is because you're in the weather. You know what I mean? The only reason you could need to know is time to get back before the bears come out and eat you. Maybe maps. Not this maps, but actual yeah. maps. But this this guy this guy could be a Nobel Peace Prize winner. I, I got nothing but like this is what the this guy explained what the holdup is, why we're not further ahead, and that all wheels are in motion and we're it's going to happen. Well, when something like psilocybin gets legalized and it does, they are running all these clinics and the world gets better. They this guy should be flawed at that point flawed. Flouted, 
as like lauded a, a shaman of the times. You know what I mean? Because actually, well, I don't think you should get ahead of yourself. That was a, a lot of work. To that do. was a story too that was telling. He was talking about how the conquistadors would go and kill all the shaman. Right. First. Yeah. So if this guy winds up dead, we know. No, that that is very interesting, right? Like the they take out the the artifacts that can pass on the information, they take out the people that can pass on the information, and then you just get left with the dark ages, in air quotes, where nobody knows anything, and then somebody somehow gets that information again. Yeah. And here we are on the upswing, hopefully. I thought this was an amazing podcast. Well, we got to move on, so let's rate it. We'll start with you, Kamar. 4.5. I don't even know why it's not a 5. Simon? I'll also give this one a 4.5. Oh, we have an agreement. We have an agreement. The only thing is, if we go 14 years from now, and this guy's still, uh, well, uh, you know what I mean? Which I don't, I think this is the most, it is said now, because we've had a bunch of stuff said before, Yeah, and it hasn't come to fruition. This is the one, though. I really I'd put believe. money on in Canada. You'll see this in the next five years. And when we talk about getting rich, this is a new opportunity. There's companies right now that are worth 15 cents that are going to be worth a lot more. Really? I guess I should put my money where my mouth is then, eh? There it is. Yeah. Well, I wish the best to Dick Goblin, and uh, <laughs> I guess we got to move on. Forever renamed. Dick Goblin. Come on, number, name? 1662. Tom Papa. Well, we've been calling this one for a couple of I mean, weeks we are now. fully living in your fucking simulation, no doubt. It's we weird, haven't even brought right? that up yet, actually. We're like five days into this fucking ridiculous challenge. We didn't mention it once. We've all been eating. Did anybody stupid... break? No. I thought we were going to. I broke. I thought we were Whoa. I wish actually, I... you got to fess up right away. I, I wanna... broke. No, 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 not that. I want to hear oh. you say it on the fucking show. Oh, yeah. I said this to Matt right away. Actually, I even thought of this as I was driving home, Matt, and I thought about calling you. Maybe I did call you. I don't know. Um, you know when we laughed at Matt when he said, so can we snack in between this? That should have been the bet that was made. Not, can you go this long and only eat that food? It's stupid. It's just stupid. What we should have done is said, who can go the longest with every meal? So your three meals of the day. Yeah, not having a steak in the middle. I was mentioned, I, I said like a bag of chips, yeah, a granola bar, a like something to get you through the fucking, over the hump. You know what I mean? That's the... Because uh, I was miserable this week. Just yeah, a miserable it was cunt. horrible. Sorry, I thought you gave up yesterday. So I then immediately gave Why up. Why did you think I gave up? Because you posted a video that just said no. And there yeah, was no picture I, of pizza. I, I, I thought there was, was no nothing. Didn't Matt, I, to me, that's George no, calling up Kramer said, hold, and you saying, missed the, "You I'm missed out. the pizza." <laughs> there was a pizza first. Well, it was I a pizza first, and then me shaking my head, saying no, like as in just I, I had enough of this. Oh, I didn't no see mouse. the pizza. I just figured you were out. No. I, Anyways, just about your pizza. What kind of serial killer puts only green peppers on a pizza? You haven't done that. Yeah. yeah. Those he, pizzas are only green peppers? No, one of them was just... No, it was green pepper and bruschetta. When you talk about Gatorade, Matt... Yeah. Like, if I was to say to you... Yeah. What is the flavor of fruit punch Gatorade? What would you say? What is the flavor? What does that mean? I don't know. That was a weird way to go about that question, I realized. I just... What, tell me about red Gatorade. What am I, a cop? It's red Gatorade. <laughs> okay. First of all, I just want to clarify, have we only talked about this on the post, Joe, or have we talked about it on a regular episode? It's a bit, people may be confused that we're doing the challenge. I'm also confused that you say it's my fault. Was it my fault or did someone suggest it? 
No, what you said oh, no, to the camera, you fault. pointed at the camera and said, well, if we ever get to 100 Patreons, we're all going to eat this food for the week. And now we're under 100 Patreons. Well, great. So, but so we that, were over it. Other, well, so anyways, so, okay, it is my fault. <laughs> um, Yours, you know what? I should have gone steak and potatoes. You so put, should I. Or I should have gone burrito or taco. I should have gone <laughs> pizza. Many, Every time I saw your pizza, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I need pizza right now. The thing is for me is I related it back to, so everyone knows we're doing challenge, trying to eat the same food for seven days. Simon's already cracked. Um, But I have been eating the bread and butter. No, but your posts are amazing. No, no, hold on. Simon is never, do you really show your age until it comes to content creation? Because you are the world's worst content creator. Or the best, because the simplicity of his presentation matches the, Meal, which he is. No, no, but just for the listeners too, like his first video, he sends it to the group. It's literally, <clears throat> it's a baguette cut in half with butter on it. He zooms in to show you butter. And then, and then there's a new, <coughs> hold on. Then there's a new video with the other side of it. Just in case, <coughs> just in case you weren't convinced it was bread and butter. And then there's a third text with a YouTube song. Bread and butter man or whatever. I like bread and I, butter. I, I mix that together though. <coughs> I know you One did good for you. And I'm not going to content shame you here, Simon. I really appreciate I it. Care. And you guys I, are lucky you got a video. I know we are. Good for playing there along, Simon. Go. Way to go. And I also like the... Cap. No cap. The, the change, the variation of our presentation of this week of hell. I was thinking through it. Remember we were talking about that guy, you got to suffer hardship. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I thought this was a good thing. They were doing hardship, but there is no payoff. Yeah, that Zero. was what I said to there's, Matt there's, too. What, oh no, you, listen, I'm you said it. on Sunday you were going to do this. You said if, it, it didn't have the same value as the if we listen, were, If we were doing a bet, yeah, the way we should have done it is said, okay, we're going to take this money that should have been all three of ours. We're going to put that on the line, and we're going to see who can last the longest. Yes. Or whatever. Listen, you know? I don't give a fuck. I'm, I spent money on those out of my own pocket. I'm bringing in those fucking hot chips next week. No. And some milk. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah, I am. You've, have you seen the, is it the King and the Sting when they do it? Yeah. It's the worst You don't eat the whole chip. I, no, it's not, it's not good. I'll do it. I'll do it not Perfect. for this. It's, it's, not, it's not good content. Like, I did not enjoy watching. That's great. We listen to David Blaine throw up a frog for a half hour, so well they can watch us in pain for two minutes. Bacon and eggs, like I should have thrown in one piece of toast or, or whatever. It's just like... Here's where I fouled up. I can't... I don't have the capabilities to make pizza at home. Like, I don't have a, a steel... Not a steel, what are they? A fucking, put some bricks a on the stone. barbecue. Either way, the point is, is like, you probably got through the week on like 20 bucks. No, I've so far spent $50 on bacon. <laughs> okay, fine. This guy's eating fucking prison food, so there's no way he spent more than like 15 bucks. You'd be surprised. I bought a couple of good splurged on some banana bread. <laughs> that was the other thing we talked about, because like we make this bet, but there's nothing on the line. But if there was, I would be looking for the loopholes, like banana bread, zucchini bread. I, I and I'd have no chocolate way chip to stop bread. You. Yeah, I'd Listen, have no. This motherfucker was no way to stop. He him. thought he was pulling a fast one on us. I was like, I don't care if you eat fucking banana bread. Yours well, is the I worst. Mean, out of but all again, of them. that like the second you let me have sweets into the bet, it like throws the whole bet off. You know, I've lost like five pounds. Oh, good for you. Because it's just eggs and bacon. Yeah, I have been drinking some sugar drinks, but it's what were you eating before that? was putting on so much weight for you. I think the toast. The bread, right. 
Simon, I got up the other night, like starving, turned on the oven to reheat this not great pizza. Yeah, you see, that's the problem. And I literally, like, I looked at it and I just got up, went to McDonald's, got just a large Coke, went back home and just drank the large Coke and was like, I'm just going to bed. Wow, that's dis- that's some discipline. It was not easy. I really wanted a big mock. In any event, I thought it's cool not having to wonder what I'm eating. I mean, it's also like, a, I've oh. got to eat it again. There was nothing cool about this, nope. just by the by, and then we can get off this. Yeah, well, we're on to Tom to We're cool about it because we're still going through it. Or because he's he's uh, dropped out, we all drop out? No, he's going to continue on for the next two days. He slipped up. He's going to blame me for it, but... Is, is that where we're at? Or are we done? No, I'm going to continue on for two more days. You guys can do whatever days. makes you feel the best inside. I, 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 I just, that, that's what this bet is all about. I just realized there's no point to this. Yeah, this thing's I'm, stupid. Unless, I, I agree, and I would hold nothing against you if you guys both wanted to have something different to eat. Well, maybe I'll crash tonight. Um, anyways, this is supposed to be the lion's share of the post, Joe. Everyone else... That's why you get on the post show, anything like this. Back to Tom Papa. You can see how uninteresting it is. So save your money. <laughs> I thought he was. Uh, I thought it was funny they started talking about um, Nixon right off the bat. They yeah. said he was the, the catalyst for the hallucinogens being illegal. Yeah. And also, they got enough Fauci's emails like right away. Well, this is it because uh, Tom Papa's as liberal as it gets. I don't know about as liberal well, as he gets. Well, he's very liberal. Not as yeah, liberal as he gets. He, okay, Antifa is, he, is as yeah, liberal as Yeah, I was going to say. Get, like his, but he, 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 the people who say like, um, and it's true, the forgiving of the incompetence of Biden or whatever, like it, it do, that doesn't matter. It's just as not As long Trump. as he's not this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's got to run out at some point. I feel like it's already out. I still feel like you turn on the news and they're blaming Trump for something. So I, I think by year two, Joe Biden might find himself on a hot seat, but he's still getting a lot of like. Um, I find like the Trump supporters want to still make it seem like Trump is in the news. You know what I mean? Like he's still part of the conversation. This is not. It's he's, over. He's, he's on. Not. You're done. He's on I just, CNN. I'm fucking over it, man. They talk about him on CNN every day. It's not. It's I don't done. talk about him. Um, but what I wanted was Trump tormenting us. Or was the media tormenting us? Do you when? know what I mean? I think when? it was a little of column A and a little of column B. If the, Trump if wasn't a good guy. If the media hadn't followed Trump as much, would we feel like Trump is being jammed down our throat so much? No, he went out of his way to make sure that he incited people, that he got on TV all the time. Like, that was his whole shtick. Mar, how many 70-year-olds do you know that tweet, like, rapid fire? 26 times I a day. I know, but I didn't follow him on Twitter. I, someone had to complain about it for me to find out about it. I just think but Trump's douchiness was amplified by the media. But can't I argue that if you didn't watch CNN as much as you do, you wouldn't hear it? Like you're, you just said, well, I'm not on Twitter. I didn't follow Donald Trump on Twitter, so I didn't hear it. It had to be told to me. So, so yes, the media amplified how shitty Trump was more than he actually is. It was just down her throat for two years. This Russian thing. Do you know what I mean? Like they just. No, but I'm just saying you would like. I so guess I guess Obama reported, was under as much scrutiny by Fox when he was president for eight years. Probably more. He also had this businessman saying he wasn't even an American. And he had this businessman saying he wasn't an American. <laughs> so I mean, but I just I felt Tom was saying Trump tormented us, but I think the media tormented us with Trump, and now they're sort of pulling back on Biden. I, I, I did this uh, observation. It's not <laughs> okay, making listen, Trump I'll, a better person I'll, or anything. I'll he did agree. Good. I'll agree with that. 
but let's not be naive in saying that Trump didn't purposefully get himself out there. Everything Trump did on purpose, but I just think it could have been treated differently. I'm just curious, though, when they stormed the Capitol, at what point do you want the media to go, like, super easy on him? They haven't. They're, st- they're, still, they're still pushing for an investigation now. Yeah, but that's my point, is, like, when something like that happens and the president stands by idly... Like, you want the media to just fucking... Yeah, and two weeks later, he got impeached for it. Like, it's not, it's not like that happened and nothing happened from it. You know what's the problem with that? And and I'm not saying... But it, it's like, uh, it's all theater, you know what I mean? There's too much theater involved. Some of it's real, for sure. But a lot of it is just like both sides using it as optics. Like, uh, how much of that... It just, it seems crazy to me, the storming of the Capitol. How much of it was real? So you think that like 50,000 people were like paid operatives or it was No, all, I don't think it was paid curious. operatives. I think well, it was just, just like people who at. wanted to protest and then they took the, they just like, people are fucking sheep. You know what I mean? It's not hard Almost like to a Guns N- Roses incite fucking mayhem at that point. For sure, there were people who went out there to do exactly that. And I think they knew that by doing that, they were going to convince a lot of people who had no interest in having anything to do with that to just get sucked into the fucking... That's what happens during riots and protests. And you know what I mean? People get into like this feeling of being together and <coughs> for the bo- a cause. The, the bottom line you know? is Trump has to be prosecuted for him to go away at this point, I think. Or people to be like... Well, they took him off Facebook. So he's going to have no they did satisfied. Because if, he's, they if did. he's coming back in two years, then you didn't really do anything. In fact, I think that's making it worse. Well, you take away two years of him being able to campaign, theoretically. Okay, but then you give him the best two years, the two years he needs to campaign. I mean, maybe their thinking is by that point he'll be obsolete. I think that is their thinking, but I think it just creates a powder keg. Yeah, I Where, like, in two years, all these fucking dormant Trump supporters just come back with a vengeance. Well, if he really is planning on running again, I think that... I think then that my theory... Well, not my theory. The theory of him starting his own news network becomes much more viable at that point because he sees that he's not going to be able to do this the old-fashioned way. Let's hope he doesn't run again because Tom Papa can't handle it. I thought it was interesting. Tom Papa was talking about movies. Yeah. Portraying enemies. And it's obvious why they can never portray China as the enemy. Like but back in the day when Russia was always the enemy, mm-hmm. they didn't have Russia saying, if you, if you put us in the movie, you look like this. We'll not air a movie in Russia. Oh, wait, this, we've been through this before, right? No, but he was saying, why, why are we fighting ourselves? Why isn't there even a, an imaginary enemy? It's because China won't allow it to be them. Because if China didn't have the control it was, I think it'd be an easy mark. You could have movies about rising tensions with China. Yeah, but China's smart. They know they're like, the U.S.'s main export at this point is film and culture. And therefore, if we can if we can make it so that their culture doesn't speak ill of us, then... I was just speaking that Tom Papa's asking why that doesn't happen more is because China won't let it. But didn't they just translate that to like uh, hating Muslims? But keep in mind, Kamar, if, if you go back... The enemy, if right? you go back to the early 2000s, there was a lot of movies where China 
was the bad guy. Or was it Vietnam? It was more the Vietnam War. No, 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 no. No, I'm not talking about the war. I mean, like, there was a lot of espionage movies where, like... No, it's because China only became this power player in, like, the last, whatever, 20 yeah, years. they let some shit slide. Before that, they were fucking just another country where that were getting started building an economy. Well, obviously they weren't because... What do you I, mean? Well, they've obviously been a sleeping giant for quite some time. Like, we just haven't noticed it because it's been very slow and methodical. Well, not only that, we needed them to, like, make our economy run. So well, yeah. they were willing to put their people up at, you know, two cents on the dollar for labor. And they slowly built their economy. But it wasn't, like, maybe 40 years. I don't know. It wasn't... This hasn't been going on for hundreds of years. I get it? it, but my point is they're like censoring of the... That feels like it's only the last like decade. Well, yeah, this is what I'm agreeing with you. They've only had that And that's why when you're saying way back, there was China the enemy because they didn't have the pull to yeah. shut that down. Well, they and were, I also... They were always but the problem spies. too is I don't think that... I don't think that, that Hollywood was selling China movies like they are now. Because China was really tight-knit about that they did even, even that media or whatever getting across that's what i'm board. saying they were like you know we're not showing american movies once they opened it up the american market was like this is five times yeah. our our money so we kind of have to play ball because think about it like avengers avengers is a good example because we know they have edited it it's a movie where the only way it's going to break all those box office records is with china you cut china out and they're back to like 1998 fucking numbers right where all of a sudden Avengers doesn't do as well. So they kind of have to, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm just saying for them, for the movie theaters, they're like, you know, or the companies. Well, I wonder if it has something to do with like, okay, so China was its own insulated thing. Communist, it wasn't letting in any um, outside foreign ideas. Influence. Okay. Yeah. Then um, they open up, like I said, their people, two cents on the dollar to do all the work for America. So they start building American things. So that brings some of us to them, and then they start wanting the things that they're making, right? Yeah, like and, they it's become, just a progression. and they become somewhat democratic. I mean, kind of. It's not it really. Well, just capitalist, sorry, not democratic, but they're capitalists, you know what I mean? Whereas they never were before. It may be Tiananmen Square was the turning point. I believe uh, two days ago was the 32nd anniversary, yeah. and that was the day to try and decide, fuck it. People stand up, we'll kill them all. Yeah, and they, then we'll erase it from they history. They banned the uh, memorials in Hong Kong. Of course. You see the, the meme? The last six years, the thing has been packed, and now it's empty. Yeah. So they are, and maybe before Tiananmen Square, they were worried what people thought of them. Well, apparently, they said, fuck this noise. Apparently last week on Bing, not that anyone's using fucking Bing, but you couldn't search. Like if you search Tiananmen Square, no images came up on Bing. So Well done, well done. And so then we get to the Fauci emails. Yeah. And Joe goes off and off and off. And Tom Papa, bless his heart, defends him all the way. Like, we'll, we'll not give Joe an inch on it. Well, I think Tom was just saying, he was like, listen, like, it's easy to sit here in your, you know, air-conditioned studio and talk shit about people that have to run things. But, like, the people that have to run things are going to piss off 50% of the people, no matter what. But, it, but it, it's different when you see his emails at the time... Well, listen, Fauci's terrible. If he and who was even talking to him? What was he talking if he about? Do, if like, he doesn't know that these were going to come out or whatever, like he he was sending emails about how his sex appeal was like. Well, keep in mind, no one thinks their emails are going to get leaked. That this is true. That's an obvious thing, right? But like, he would be a prime example of emails that were very important. 
if, if there was ever an investigation going back to what how this was handled. I mean, listen, I haven't read any of them and I haven't seen the dates on them, but let's assume it's like January of last year. He might not know how big this thing's going to be and that he's going to be in the limelight for the next five years. Well, this is one of the things they said is there was an email telling him how big this was going to be and he was too busy to read it. Well, there you go. Yeah, see, so. But I think the biggest thing that we can look at now, as I remember sitting, I believe it was in your basement going, do you see in China they're building 10 hospitals, hospitals? in eight days? Yeah. And we just stopped there. Yeah. Dude. We didn't think maybe we should build a triage site just in case that comes here. Well, it's crazy. Every We were all so flippant about it. Like, nobody ever thought this could, I know we people thought it could happen, but like a normal person, you know what I mean? Dude, I got when deathly... When we were having this conversation this time last year, we were not... Like, I was deathly ill December 25th of 2019. We were not allowed to be together. Yeah. And I remember just being like flippant about it. Like, oh, I just caught the flu. I'll be fine. Like, who knows? I know I didn't get it, but I'm just saying like, I was around everyone after that. We were doing this remote and it was horrible last year this time. Oh, that was the worst. It was just the worst. Or maybe we just got back to the studio. Um, <clears throat> SARS is more dangerous than COVID. Yeah. That's the other weird thing that I didn't realize. And remember when SARS was happening, they had 500,000 people get together. Just, I mean, that's going to happen eventually now when vaccinations are. What are you talking 70% about? It's going to happen, dude. I've, all I've seen are packed arenas in the States. Oh, in the States, it's happening. I'm just saying for us, like, yeah. I can no longer look at the States because I find that very depressing and defeatist. And it's giving Joe material, which we'll get to. That's so weird because I look at it the opposite way. I, when I see them packed stadiums, I'm like, okay, we're getting back to normal. I don't look at it to defeat us. I'm like, we're on our way. I'm it's like, they did worse than us. Uh, they're open and we're just way too cautious here. That's, that's how I see it. Now, there's any place I'd be going or driving. I would always rather err on the side of caution. Yeah, well, a year we've erred. Listen, I agree. I, we should be open at this point, but... It's two more weeks or whatever. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, we're not able to eat ourselves. I thought that was interesting. We're not able to eat ourselves. You can't eat human flesh. You get prion disease. Like it's like a. Yes, okay. It's like a. You meant other people. A fail though, not... safe in the matrix. It's a, just a built-in thing. Yeah. And that, that that that's interesting. And then he was talking about how. But milk... didn't we learn from Shane Smith that like they eat humans in Africa and, and all they the get time? Diseases. Oh, okay. That's why they get mad cow and shit. But um, then uh, we get in a fight about milk. Cool down over there. No, okay? no, I'm just telling you like that. He's right. We have like a that's so cool how there's this like built in um, fail safe to oh, make can, sure we don't. We can eat other flesh. Yes. Just not our own. But you can't eat monkey flesh. Drinking other animals milk is the most fucked up thing. Well, Joe's that point about it, it's up. only for it's only for children. Yeah, like all baby animals oh, consume milk. That's weird. If you drink milk, you're a pedophile. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, but another animal's milk. You is, disgust. Well, well that's that, and you, you wonder how me. a disease could get from a bat to a pangolin, and <laughs> we're here sucking on the teat of a cow or a goat, just hanging out on Epstein Island, drinking milk right from the teat. Isn't it crazy though that that's what they fed us? Milk? No, 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 not well. That that's crazy too. No, but like. That sounds like something you'd make up as like a teenager, like just the worst excuse. Like, how did this thing spread? Like, I don't know, a bat at a wet market fucked a pangolin. Wow. Check the tape. The bat didn't. Fuck I've never believed. You know what I mean? Like, I've never believed this, and I've said it for like, if that's what happened, that's what happened. My whole point of contention the whole time was: Is this going to help us with this pandemic? Oh, and just slow your China. Oh, he's <laughs> Simon. Simon, I'm not disputing you. Okay. <laughs> 
My Joe, contention all along is that they were trying to kill their own people on purpose. Joe, Joe dropped the which ball. Which still might prove to be true. Joe dropped the ball so hard when uh, Tom goes, yeah, but I'm more into nut milk. Like, that was... Oh, if Donnell was in there, he would have gotten... That was time to yeah. drop the fucking hammer. Are you sucking more dicks there, Tom? Wouldn't that be hilarious if nut milk turned out to be cum? From a almond? And they were telling you all along you were just too stupid to see it, hippie? Well, at least it's watered down. They tell you right on the package it's nut milk. Dick juice. Comes from nuts. Dick goblins, dick juice. Yeah. Uh, That's actually MDMA juice, <laughs> but nobody drinks it because of the name. He really fucked up there. <laughs> Every time it gets mentioned, I got to oh, get it. just David Lee Roth. A shout out to Robert Schimmel. <laughs> He's underrated. He should be in more conversations, but he died of cancer. He, uh, Tom told the story Going to the Starbucks and saying, yeah, yeah, you get nut milk. Because he was saying he does want to drink cow milk. Gotcha. It was just an ando, but Robert Schimmel, you guys know him, right? Yeah, he put his time in. He's very funny. Um, would you love to be able to see visually what you consume in a year? I've said this forever. When I die, I, I think it's the gamer in me, but I always said when I die, I want to be able to visualize anything. Like, how much weed did I smoke? Yes, exactly. And then just, boom, right in front of me in like an, an infinite warehouse, my there is a pile of weed. Sorry. My wife was crunching some numbers the other day, and she looked at me and she said, do you want to know how much you spend on weed? And oh, I yeah. I opened the no. door and walked out. Yeah. So, yeah. You, so you don't know the answer. And nor do I want to. Because they're saying, uh, the, uh, I guess, 100 years ago, they'd consume seven, no, 40 grams of sugar in a week. And now it's like a hundred in a year, yeah. or whatever. Just ridiculous. I'd love to see everything though, yeah. e even for a year. Uh, I like the death. Everything that would probably be a really sobering way to get people. I to think like so. I, stop eating so much sugar when you can see that it's like literally four garbage. Uh, what do you call those things? Dumpsters. Yeah, full of sugar, or like a pool of vodka, or, or what? You know, like. It, it really would make you think, wow. No, actually, I don't think I want to see that at the end, end of the day. I feel, I, like if we all, now. I feel like if we all saw it, though, we'd immediately be angry as we should at the government. Like, I would. I'd be like, how did you let this happen? That's yeah, the liberal way. Well, what, oh, what's the liberal way? Okay. <laughs> Blaming someone else for, for problems. You know what we I mean? have a government, Kamar. They have a health fucking department. The whole idea is if we're supposed to be healthy, then why are you letting these corporations sell us nothing but sugar? We I, have a government. I, I, because at the end of the day, you have the choice not to consume this. Now, you don't have a choice because you've been bombarded with Dude, media I weigh 140 pounds. So out of anyone in the room, I have the, yeah. the least fucking... It's not like I'm some overweight fuck who's but complaining. But it'd be like everyone's mad at the government for letting cigarettes. Yeah, we should have been. Well, we are. Did a woman a waitress sue and win? I don't know. Because she was a smoker, but she's but there has to be some accountability for us making our decisions, right? But hold on, in our country, we have free health care. Yeah, that's where the that's where it gets a little dicey. Listen, in the states, I'm with you. And so they should keep us healthier. Yes, because it lowers the cost for everyone. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Listen, in the states, you're free to do whatever you want. Cigarettes are two bucks a pack. Go fucking nuts. You pay for your own health care. Here, cigarettes are 25 bucks a pack because you're putting a slow down payment on your future fucking... But you could just be mad at your parents for not knowing you better or giving you sugar cereals or, or whatever. No, but again, if they... Like, what are the choices when you go to the grocery store? It's mostly fucking processed garbage. 
So you, everybody eats about 50 pounds of sugar a year. That's Sweet the average. Jesus. So those, Sweet think Jesus. about a one pound sugar bag just yeah. for a second. It's yeah. about this big. You know what I'm talking about? Of course. So 50 of those, that is literally a mountain full of sugar. Imagine how much Bert takes in. Bert? But Bert I, Kreischer drinks oh. like these tubs of Kool-Aid every day in the morning. Like a massive, it's insane. You just hope that one of the biggest things you consume is water. And that, eat, 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 25 tomatoes or, or whatever. But this is I'm the question. Counting, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Please. I was just going to say, I'm counting on my sauna. Because at the end of the day, I go in there and I expunge all the bad things I consumed that day, which is many. Keep counting. You know what I will say, Kamar? When I moved to Vancouver, um, at that point in my life, I had... I was still drinking and I was just terrible. I'd always been terrible with money, terrible with everything. So I started, once I got sober, I started on my phone in the notes, taking down every dollar I spent. Like, yes, there's apps for that. Now. Like categorized. Yeah, but I just did in the notes. So like if it was bus fare, I added the 250 to the bus fare. If it was weed, if it was gambling, whatever the fuck. And again, if it was gambling and I, I ended up in the plus, I added that there too. But it was definitely shocking at the end of the month. Some it's of the no fucking way to live like that, man. Why? There should be a certain amount of mystery and everything. I don't think so. Keep in mind, Simon, I never did anything about this. Like, it's never like I look back in a month. It's even worse. (laughs) No, I never used the data and was like, whoa, I need to pull back here. I'm just saying, though, it does give you some accountability when you look at it. You just said at the beginning it'd be sobering if you could see that sort of stuff. And when you got faced with the truth, you walked away from it. Mm -hmm. So I think it would probably be positive. Blissful ignorance, my friend. No, show me a pyramid of Big Macs. I want to see it. Show it to me. The only like if you're gonna change, then I'm like, yeah, for sure, show them. But if you're not gonna do anything about it, it's like I say, like why no? I wish I could press an app on my phone and tell me every place I've gone because it knows. Yeah, and just how much I travel, where I've been going. But but Simon, you're missing the point. Is I see that pyramid of Big Macs, I might not do anything today or tomorrow, but it's always in my fucking mind. I mean, smoking is the perfect example because you get nothing out of it. But it probably wasn't going to hurt you in the next 10 years or 20 years even. Like you're really banking on those last 10 years or 20 years of your life not being, being a absolute horror dog show, shit. You know? yeah. The worst thing is I have one of those um, torpedo ashtrays at my house. Oh, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, they yeah. collect the butts, the butt stops. And when you, I have to empty that out, oh, like all of a sudden God. you put a cigarette out and it... And the whole thing lights on fire. No, it doesn't go anywhere because it's oh, full. Yeah. And like... Oh my God, I can't look at yeah, this. It's and horrible. It's, and that, Those moments were horrible. But again, I would just live in like blissful ignorance and just like smile on my face, empty that ashtray into the bag and start refilling. I'm it, sure you know? homeless people are coming back in the backyard and filling this up too. This, this can't all be me. Um, one of the problems I foresaw in this episode is when Joe asked Tom how he survived the pandemic. Yeah. So this is going to be a problem moving forward for about six months, I think. What are you talking about? Everyone's story is going to be basically the same. You know, we just we started making more bread and the daughters, I, I went out to sh- just, mm. the, I, I, I was thinking there'd be some sort of badge where we all write up what we did in the last year for the pandemic. And if you really care, do the QR card over it and you can fill it in. Because I, I, you know what I mean? I'm in a mindset, I want to stop talking about this and just move on. And, and obviously it's like, someone said to you, so how's last year been? Like, I don't want to talk about it. That's, even more off-putting, but it's going to be like the same story over and over again. And that always leads to like some fitness bullshit because everybody took this time to like, you know. It's just something I'm not looking forward to. Get fit. 
<laughs> he says looking like a fucking... No, again, good on you. I just... I don't need to hear about fucking Miley Cyrus's fitness routine when she comes on Joe Rogan, you know? Now, this is the moment you guys have all been waiting for. Joe said we need a piece of paper to go outside the door in Ottawa yeah, specifically. He's crazy. He's just spreading propaganda. This is like he's decided. But hold on. Canada has Just no for everyone know, we are in Ottawa, so we I would know. I want to say this, too. This is funny because when I heard that, I immediately, like, I know how this works. Is Joe talks to someone like my dad. Who is like it's like the Gestapo up there? You gotta go. You gotta show papers to be out. Like it's the ultimate exaggeration to push that narrative. It is just simply not the fucking case. Like again, we're in a room together. I haven't shown papers to anyone all year. What he means is this: for a bit, if you wanted to go to Quebec, which is just over the border, we could drive to Quebec in four minutes from where we are right now. Um, you might have had to like give a reason for being there. But I know people, everyone I know went golfing in Quebec this week. And that was week. fucking months ago. No, like, they're still kind of doing it. Joe doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, that was, I, I mean, it's always interesting it was to hear first, I demand an apology first, the same way they got an apology for the forest fires. First two or three days. If I don't days, fucking get it from Joe, <laughs> problem. They're having traffic jams because people are stopping. So there's one ounce of something that he's now made, we're in lockdown. But it feels good when he says Ottawa. It does, but he stretched it into, they have to show papers. Like, that's just simply not true. We have- He started with this religious thing that happened once. In Calgary, and to a maniac. somehow has made all of Canada into like a Gestapo state. This is what I'm saying, it simply is not true. We have- Like Kamar, you're, you would consider yourself right-leaning. Do you feel like we're- He does. Well, we're not, so it's fine. No, no, but he. No, the only thing I feel is like, at this point, there should have been like, I've said it before. If you're scared, if you're worried, stay home. We'll have programs for you. Anyone else who just wants to fucking shoot the dice, shoot fine. the dice. Yeah. That, that's the only thing I said. Sure, but again, <laughs> but what I'm saying though is, you don't feel like we're fucking absolutely without freedom right now, or have been for the last year. Like, have you been able to go to the grocery store? No, what Joe said was a falsehood, but I I do feel this last lockdown was totally unnecessary, and it's just like, but to say Gestapo, it's like hyperbolic. I don't want. I agree. With Joe didn't was hundred percent accurate, but like I feel, I feel like it's not as bad as he said. Whereas you know, I would like to say we are getting fucked. You're not going anything, and the only time I feel that is when I see stadiums full of people. This and that and and whatever, but but what, I agree with that. Like do? I'm sitting here too, hold, saying, "Hold on." But I know just, expressing I, my opinion has made oh, Simon no friends. Take a breath. You know that the faster everybody got inoculated here, the faster they opened up. They put a number on it. They said when seventy percent of the people were inoculated, they would open up the fucking doors. Yeah, and we should have been inoculated like weeks ago. Yeah, but you haven't done it. Oh, we get so personal. you're sitting okay. on your hands. No, I'm just saying, like, you're like over in his there. Defense, I don't believe that, Simon. In his defense, okay, whatever. In his defense, it's not like we had a fucking. It's not like you could just go and get inoculated. It wasn't that easy here, right? So, in his defense, there's that. Like, they, I was on a fucking list. I had to wait, and I finally got one. So they inoculated 30 million people in 30 days. Yeah. Oh, Listen, I'm not saying we were good at inoculating people, that, but I'm saying like that was the part we could all do to get open faster. And we can't do it fast enough because our government's incompetent. Do you see that the 
provincial government now is paying for ads to shit on the federal government for not sh- closing the airports? And where's that money coming from? Everyone's just pointing fingers here. I think that money comes from donors, which is even more sad. Mm, I think I don't think taxpayer money is allowed to go to ads. I think when the party's in power, they can do whatever they want. But maybe you're right. No, I'm pretty sure you can't. That would be a good thing. I in any event, he was inaccurate with his bash of Canada, but it was nice to hear him say Ottawa. I mean, listen, it's always nice to get a shout out. Feels like maybe he's listening. <laughs> no, like no, when you're watching a fucking news thing and they're talking about serial the killers in not Ottawa, the news. do you get excited? Not the news. That's different. But like, you know, lost the other day, like someone mentioned Ottawa and I was like, hey, look at that. Getting our fucking dues. Then they talked about the crazy race car. Do you think that's going to ruin drag racing? Or these, is that just these a, electric cars, you mean? They're just so much faster than these, you know, the huge, like, smart cars. You know stuff? why it won't, though? Because I don't think the people that go to drag races care to see that. They just they want, want the, That's go, go, what I'm go, saying. Go, 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 they want that big-ass fucking rear end. Like, dude, imagine just seeing two Teslas rip a drag race. Like, everyone there would be like, this is, this is not it. I don't know if this question applies to Simon, but um, how do you feel about a four-hour flight anywhere? I feel incredible about it. I, I, I think that's probably out of our price range. Probably, but, but that means eventually it'll be affordable. I wonder. Like the Concorde was never really affordable. It was first class. It was no absolutely what, not you know affordable. I mean? no. A four hour. What are you talking about? A four hour. He flight? was mentioning how they're talking about uh, the potential that they could they could change air flight to where it's a four hour flight anywhere in the world. Oh, I see. So there are no more twenty hour flights. That's it's right. Just... So if you want to go to Rio de Janeiro, four hours. Well, no, there'll still be economy. Will be a twenty hour flight. Yeah, but there's going to be pay premium, premium airlines. If they let you fly over Antarctica, you can get places a lot faster. It doesn't affect your Ottawa to Rio, unfortunately. No. It's the same. Uh, that's same my distance. that's my my bucket list to fly over Antarctica. I got to say though, Kamar, that's like my, that is one hundred percent my least <coughs> least favorite part of traveling. Changes everything. Four hour flight is perfect. Yeah. Like, dude, Thailand was literally a day and a half with But if delays. it costs $20,000, it's going to be. But if you're rich, spur the moment uh, oh, as yeah, a whole anywhere. new yeah. thing. Dude, you want to go to. fly right now. If you pulled, if you said, Simon, private jet, let's go. Yeah. I would get on that private jet. So if we had a Nelk Boys private jet. You got it. I would fly no And problem. I assume, obviously, if you can smoke weed on said jet, then it's obviously just we're there. Yeah. Okay. You've never seen an Nelk Boys smoke weed on a private jet? Well, I just, I'm making that face because I assume I would be able to smoke weed on my private jet. I mean, for the price you're paying, you would hope that's a fucking perk of the... So that's good to know, Simon. That's actually really good to know. Yeah, we're going to PJ. I have that... All it takes is a private jet. We don't have it on video, but we have that... That's on audio. So if I can... Okay. I think it's $3,000 an hour for a private jet. Yeah, yeah. But that Um, means if we hit it big, we can get Simon to Vegas in three hours. Or Egypt. In three um, hours. But I'd also do a longer flight on a private jet. I'd fly 10 hours on a private jet. Oh, eh, we could do it. So no, I'd get them to land halfway and then fly again. We have to <laughs> an aircraft carrier. That'll like stretch my legs. Oh, because over the ocean. Yeah. See. So yeah. you would go to Amsterdam then again if we had a private jet. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is. That'd be your so number juicy. one? No, no. I would go to Peru right away. That's where Peru, not Peru. Egypt. Peru. Yeah, Machu Picchu. Well, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And a helicopter up to Machu Picchu or take the bus along those mountain roads? What about Hawaii? Oh, shit. Simon, yeah, what about Hawaii? I mean, I would like to go to Hawaii, but Shane it's Dorian. not like. You've been. You know how good it is. For me. 
You've been, haven't you? I'd rather go to Europe. I'd or sorry, Europe, Egypt. I'd really like to go to like. um, Listen, I'm just telling you right now, there is probably no better place on earth than Hawaii. It's interesting because you say big time. Because whenever I think about anything, I'm thinking like, how would I survive there? Like anywhere in America, I can't just go there willy nilly because well, I could, but I'd be working illegally. Like yeah, it just it's not a smooth transition. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if you Money's not an object for sure. Why? Listen, if you're flying private, money is not an object. Bora Bora? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, skydiving, jumping out of a plane into a net. It's fucking insane. Did you watch it? No. Because Joe says he just lands on the side. He hits it, but still. What do you mean? He jumped out of like a plane way up high yes. and he landed in a net? No parachute? No shoot. No shoot. Aren't you coming down at way too much velocity? Apparently well, not. I mean, you could, well, you're always going to hit terminal velocity, but I, again, if you just no, like... No, 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 but once you hit the net... The oh, net, no, you got you to like flip at the perfect time. The net's 60 feet yeah, the net's above way up the there. ground almost. And it gives and the, you almost the whole And they show feet. him, he goes up, and he goes down with the parachute and just does one move where he just twists his elbow, and he's on his back. So the whole thing is right before the net, twist your elbow... And so you land on your back. I see like you're coming in so fast that you end up like your whole body just goes through the little holes of the net. You know no, what I mean? Not that kind of <laughs> so I'm thinking of like a pirate net. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. No. What kind of net is it? it no, it's it, like a hot, it's a it's fucking obvious big nets, but he just sort of, it sort of collects him, stretches. Yeah. Like, like it, I thought what you thought, but no, it almost looked like it was comfortable. And why did he do this? this just because? This is why, why? Just to say he did it. I'd love to skydive, but the tandem, the, the couple of tandem jumps you got to do just has, I, I have no desire. Well, the, uh, the That's kind of cool, two man. Two people you died two weeks ago. the thrill. Yeah. But without any other responsibility of killing yourself, you know? But the, a, a tandem died just the other day. Where? Down the, here. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It, it's super fun and I here advise it to anyone. in Ottawa? Or it might have been Gatineau, but Jesus in the area. Christ. Um... I watched a video of these two guys colliding midair and one of them gets knocked out and the guy's got to like fly back to him, like stabilize him and then pull his chute. Yeah, they, fucking about, insane. That's something I would never do. Bungee jumping, skydiving. I have n zero interest. Hmm. New zero. Ju New Jersey blueberries and tomatoes. How amazing they are. But we have in our head that New Jersey is just like a garbage dump. Well, Newark is, but the rest of Jersey is... Well, almost all cities in America yeah, of course, are yeah. dumps. No, but like, the, dude, I've Jersey. driven through. But Jersey. the state of New it's Jersey is beautiful. Nice. Yeah, yeah the green. highways are really nice. Yeah, it's just so interesting this ingrained thing of what New Jersey is, but it's because New Yorkers uses a punchline. Well, it's also because you say New, like New Jersey is a whole state, yet they refer to Newark yeah, kind of as New and Jersey. And the Sopranos didn't help. Uh, still, the, the Pine Barrens look lovely. It just no, happens but, such you a know, small when part. they show like Satriels yeah. and like it just yeah, looks yeah. dirty and yeah. grungy and like. From another the color time. grading they're yeah. trying to do. Yeah, it's the, oh, I get it. The look they're going for, yeah. They it's, talked about, um, sorry, Jeffrey Tubin. But do you see there was a Canadian politician who did it twice? I was going to say, I, just, dude, it's, I had it in my notes that he got caught again. Which is, ah, no, no. I think oh, he, fool me I once. I think you got a wee bit of a uh, yeah. uh, problem there, buddy. Again, I just, I have no problem with anybody jerking off, especially if you're in your own house. But like, just have a little bit of fucking decorum. How long was your meeting that you couldn't wait? Twice. I'm just talking about Tubin. Well, here's the whole thing. If you're paying people to work from home, you have to assume they're masturbating at least once a day, right? So you're paying for at least 15 minutes of wank. Well, Am anyone, I wrong? Anyone who yeah, there's has a, a salary is sort of time in that salary for sure. 
No, like if you're a fucking, I mean, yeah, I guess, okay. Invisible sculpture for $18,000. Dude, I, I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder how deep he took the scam. <laughs> like, I wonder if the guy was like, okay, well, I sent you the 18 grand. And he was like, okay, well, uh, are you going to send a truck to pick this thing up? Or am I going to have to pay for transport? <laughs> it's, un- it's unbelievable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because you have to call the guy's bluff at that point. Like, well, I guess I'm going to send a truck. Like, how big? Dude, the bigger the better. Obviously, this thing's a, this thing's a mammoth. Flat like, Dude, that's amazing. I mean, the true test would be when you go to try and insure that piece of art. What do they do? Or the true it test. It got stolen. <laughs> no, but what do you insure it for? Like, the true test yeah. would be if the price you sells for it. it? Just so you know, you're going to have to get your own truck to pick this up. Impossible. My buddy sent me the link and I was like, that sucks. I have 20 of those in my garage right now. Like, There must insane. be like an NFT that comes with that to prove that you bought it. You bought air? Your air NFT? Like, what are we doing? It, it, the banana it, with the duct tape had so much more credibility. Well, this almost gives NFTs so much more credibility too, right? Like, I thought at, so. at least you could be like, I have some form proof of, of something. <laughs> yeah, like there's... This is just insanity. That's exactly what I thought. I thought he made an insightful thing about performing is that uh, why is the audience um, going to believe you if you don't believe what you're saying? <laughs> Good advice for anyone doing a presentation. Well, you know I mean, what I mean? So, so good here on this if, if you, you don't believe what you're saying, you're just saying it. But Kamar, I was going to say, it's like uh, I watch a lot of like Dragon's Den and, and uh, Shark Tank and shit and like you can see when someone doesn't even really believe in their own product well, you, versus yeah, someone who's like... You could see someone who's made it out of the garage to someone who's like hooked up with someone who's yeah, actually the brain and sort of just trying That's to, what I'm saying. Yeah, you, almost, you, you know right away like, oh, this guy doesn't give a shit about this product. Are you okay, Simon? Yeah, man. It, that's one of my favorite shows, uh, Shark Tank. Not I Shark fucking Tank. love Dragon it. Dragon's No, Shark Tank. Shark Tank's better, yeah. I mean, Mark Cuban is the best. Our Canadian version is super fucking annoying because our Robert Haravec is the worst human the worst. alive. Yeah, all of them are, especially Arlene, the, the new sucks. breed. That oh, yeah, guy who invented terrible. Penguin Club, who invented fucking Penguin Club. That's why Shark Tank is the best though, because Mark Cuban is like fifty times richer than anyone else up there, and everyone that comes on wants Mark more than anyone, and I love that because they get so pissed. Like it's the best when Kevin offers someone money. And they're like, I was really hoping for Mark. Anything for Mark? And he's like, no, I'm out. And then Kevin's like, well, fuck you. I'll give you half of what I was going to offer. Sorry, Mark, keep going. No, I'm almost done. Uh, longest stand-up set, 40 hours. What are we doing here? Yeah. No one can laugh for that long. It's just no. it's just stupid and uh, self-indulgent. Well, it's breaking a record for breaking a record. Like, if you think about most world records, Kamar, they hold no real value. Other than you just saying, like, most... Fucking most watermelon smash with your supposed head. To be funny, so if you could make someone laugh for forty hours, they'd probably die. I just thought it was stupid. And uh, shop talk about comedy. The best is you need a British accent to talk about rich stuff. Yeah, the lifestyles. The Robin Leach, remember lifestyles yeah. of the rich and That's famous. Crazy that Epstein's house. Lifestyles was on, of uh, the rich and famous. Of the rich but and famous. we want to hear an accent. Tell us how rich is. Yeah. Look at the floor made of diamonds. I love it. That is crazy. I can't believe that's true. It makes perfect sense. Think about it. You're just out in out in the open, and that's gall. Eh? If you're doing something that you don't want people to find about, you wouldn't like go on a. No, that's how TV fucking show. that guy thought he was untouchable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's that whole just like that's how. I mean, if you're working for the government, of course you feel like you're untouchable. Yeah, send Robin Leach over. Yep, I'll show him the rape cave. 
Well, that's probably like a young um, CIA agent, trying, CIA to make their agent trying to make his druthers. And that's like his big break. He's like, oh my God, I got Epstein on Rich and Famous. Lifestyles of the Rich and I'll Famous. I'll never yeah. have to work again. <laughs> <coughs> Other than that, we had a comprehensive retelling of how he makes bread. Yeah. No need for that. No need for that. And I, I said it last time he was on, but this is the last time Tom Papa is ever to be on. I will say this. If we are closing, are we closing? Well, I, yeah. I just wanted the Tom Papa like, Joe, are you sure I should come on? Are you sure? Listen. I, I hope Tom had that conversation. No, I still have to say. He wanted to keep going. I still have to say this was definitely, and I was dreading this when I saw it pop up on a Saturday. This was nowhere near the worst one. This had some substance to it. It wasn't terrible. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I mean, I don't hate Tom Papa. Oh, we have Papa. a bias. We have a bias. I don't hate Tom Papa. I like Tom Papa. Yeah, I like Tom I just Papa too. don't need Papa him Papa. once a month. You don't. He's no. way too left-wing for you. No, I, I, I listen to his podcast. Do you really? Which one? Something's oh, happening. Called him on. What's popping? <laughs> There's no way. What's popping with Tom Papa? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Actually, I should sound that name. Dick Goblin with Dick Gobbler? That would be a good one. No, he used to do these uh, podcasts where it was like almost like radio show. We'd have some stand up. Yeah, he'd tell a story. I listen to those. Well, Uh, he does the one with Field Femster. Yep, Uh, Fortune Femster. I I I um. I don't care. I don't dislike him at all. I just don't need him to listen to him on a Saturday. No, I I hear you, Kamar. But again, you're going to get a lot of these as people transition through Texas. I still think I stand by it. This was this could have been way worse. This was not that bad. There were some new talking points. It was I'm giving it a three. I'll go first. Simon. Um, I'll give it a two. Fair enough. And it gets extra points because I feel like it was part of my matrix. Yeah, you made this happen. Uh, Kamar, what do you want to give it? I'll I'm going to give it 2.7. Oh, the only thing I liked about it is there was some relevance. Well, that's what I was talking about, is there was a lot of comings what and happened goings. happened a week. It yeah. was like it happened two weeks ago. And I firmly believe that Joe owes Ottawa an apology. I, I disagree with that. He can, he and can, it should be a video apology like the forest fires. Oh, it'll be on Instagram soon, I'm sure. After the, Once this drops and the word gets out. I'll send him a message on Instagram. So that's it then, right? We just did it? Wow. What a week. What an episode. We did it. We made it. Thank you so much for listening or watching. If you made it this far, that's incredible. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to follow us on any of the socials, we have an Instagram and a Twitter. Uh, they're both at JREE podcast. If you want to watch us struggle through this fucking challenge right now, it's all been on the Instagram stories. So if you haven't seen it there, you've missed all of it. Maybe I'll splice together all the videos. We, well, maybe I'll work that out either way. Uh, you can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar. There you go. Uh, there's a subreddit. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to join in the conversation, uh, you can do so there. It's a nice little fun time. Get your voice heard. Give us your opinions. Uh, the YouTube as well. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to watch the show, you get to be severely disappointed by how we all look. None of us look anything like you thought. Uh, join us there on our quest to 1000 subscribers. We're only like 240 away. So please head over to youtube.com slash podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe. Even if you don't plan on watching, it would just help us out a great deal. 
And uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit and talk about non-Joe stuff. Um, and of course, you get the backlog of old episodes of This One Age Well, where we went back, we listened to old Joes, and we did what we do in the normal show. Uh, big shout outs to BetterHelp. Uh, go over to betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E or J-R-E-E podcast. I can't remember. There'll be a link in the show description. Go check them out. Thank you so much to them. Uh, and I think that's it. Did I hit it all? Oh, and on it. If you're in the States, go to on it slash J-R-E-E or on it slash J-R-E-E podcast. Again, I got to fucking get my shit together here. Uh, go get yourself a free sample of something. Tell them we sent you. Uh, I think I hit it all. Is that it? Did I miss anything? Thank you, Maddie. Once again, gratitude and appreciation. No problem, boys. It's always a pleasure sitting down with you. Stick around for the post show if you're on the Patreon. And if not, we'll see you next week. We hope you have a great week weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open, peeps. Yeah.